Welcome, everybody, to episode 90 of the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, DK Dynamite, with our lovely co-host, Fajardi. How are you doing today, my friend? Um, you know, I'm doing great, man. Um, past few weeks have been pretty weird, pretty rough, but... You know, I wasn't on the podcast for about a month. Uh, this uh, this episode actually mark four weeks. So very Insane, interesting, dude. very interesting um, time time we're in right now. But you know, Call of Duty's great. Call of Duty's been been going hard. So um, yeah, excited to be back. And uh, I'm I'm going out there next week. Flying out there next week. Insane. Let's get so, it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a brand new setup for the podcast exclusively, and I'll probably end up filming you know, Warzone Mobile in here and whatnot, and some other projects that you'll be seeing on the channel and on Detonated, but I am beyond excited to mm-hmm. be in the podcast room, right? This is right across the hall from my office here in the house. Um, <laughs> hopefully, quality is crystal clear. How are we all looking in chat? Let me know how we're looking. Uh, there's one thing that I'm still sorting out, which I'll end up figuring out by next week. I just thought I had it sorted and I didn't uh, in regards to window capturing. I'm probably going to get another monitor and put it right here on this table in front of me just so I could you know, show you guys stuff on screen and whatnot. No problem. For today, no window capture. But other than that, we got this big old flag, big old banner with our bombshell rebranding, of course, all powered by Detonator, man. I couldn't be more excited to go ahead and have this new setup here and big shout out to apex gaming pcs one of my partners on the channel they hooked up uh this brand new computer um this is going to be in this room here powering the podcast and everything else that we need got the uh good folks over at elgato who hooked up the uh face cam pro it's a monstrous camera fantastic quality uh that's what you're seeing right now obviously i could even zoom in if i want to so you guys can see me clearer but uh i today wanted to show you guys uh the setup with both mics how it'll be looking next week um we got mm-hmm. billy puppet billy puppet joining us today <laughs> in the meantime um and i got my uh my bomb plushie as well but elgato hooked up the face cam pro they also hooked up the wave dx mics hopefully uh, the mic is crystal clear. Let me know how that sounds uh, in chat here. Um, and yeah, Curtis, it sounds. It's how do oh, I sound? You, 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 you no, continue, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was say, yeah, you, you, yeah, you sound. You sound really good. I thought you were going to be on the on the, the left side of the couch. I think that isn't that where I'm sitting. I'm sitting where you're sitting. Oh, we we, we could always do that. It, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. The, the mics are exactly uh, the same, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well I thought good. you would uh, you would be more closer to like the the computer. I know it's on that side, but yeah. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think uh, we, we need to do a little bit of color correction on the. Um, oh, for sure. On, on the camera, for sure. Um, yeah, but other than that, it's looking great. But could definitely add all insane. that. When when you're here next week, I'm sure there'll be a lot of tweaks that uh, you'll magically whip up on the on the other computer. Mm. Lot, lot lots of things to improve. But for now, chat. I guess consider this a proof of concept. Uh, exactly how the how the layout's gonna look. No echo in this room either, which is great, man. I I really like this mic. Um, I, I, yeah, <laughs> big shout out to Elgato for hooking all this up, man. Appreciate everybody in chat that tuned in quite a bit to get through. Um, obviously episode 88 and 89 Fajardi was not present. Um, we had taco, our main writer on detonated. Then we had our good buddy sniper on the episode after, um, they were great co-hosts to kind of just, uh, ensure a podcast happened in the meantime while we waited on Fajardi's return, but yeah, catching up with you, brother. How's everything been? What's been going on? I know there's been quite a few things that have happened in your life mm. and that also We'll explain why uh, you were absent the past episode. So, how, how's everything yeah. going? Yeah. So, I think um, I think around late August, um, our town got a really bad storm, really bad rainstorm, uh, lots of rainfall, and like our whole street was flooded, uh, whole basement was flooded, backyard flooded. We couldn't leave our house. The water was so high because um, we live in like a little low point uh, in our neighborhood. So, like, we right. especially hit hard. 
but yeah, com- a complete basement destroyed. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't really stay here at my at my current house uh, because like all the it, it made my eyes really itchy, and it was just it just really wasn't good uh, for me to stay here. So I was kind of I was kind of bouncing around, um, you know, different family members' houses with my laptop, just. Uh, I'm, I don't. I don't live in uh, in America, Ducky. I live in. Uh, I live in Canada. But um, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was a very interesting last few weeks because you know I was just on. I was just on the road with a laptop, grinding out, out detonated stuff, promoting detonated stuff, um, all while you know the, the the basement was getting everything was getting thrown out in it. All the walls getting taken out. Um, you know, we still we still don't have a washer or dryer or AC or heating. We just got hot water back so I could shower, which is good. Jesus, um, man. But yeah, I, I was gone for like uh, a week out of the house until it, it, like everything was pretty much gone into the basement. But yeah, I'm back now. And then um, I'll be leaving uh, shortly to go out to there, your house. Uh, right. In right. five days from the 20th to the 30th. So it's going to be it's going to be great. We're just doing a sound check right there. You sound great too on on my end. Just double checking. And as Rich Butter said in chat, dude, um, sending all the love to Fajardi, man. Like seriously, dude, that was completely unexpected, literally out of nowhere. And in the five years I've known you, that's never even come close to happening. So it was definitely mm-hmm. a shocker. Um, thank God everybody's all right. Thank God nobody got hurt. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that you guys, you know, got right on top of it and got things replaced, got things swapped out, walls torn down, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Not an easy task whatsoever, man. Not an easy task. But uh, very excited to have you back in house next week because the day you come in, there's a massive chance that season six will end up being marketed for yeah. Modern Warfare Two. And yeah, I did see the other comments in chat about about the camera quality. Yeah, the quality itself is insane. Twenty one sixty p by uh, sixty frames a second. But yeah, obviously color correction, all these other things, little tweaks here and there, that'll all be uh, sorted out, especially when uh, Mr. Fajardi's in house next week. But I also just realized how much easier it'll be now to. I guess do unboxings or anything of that nature on the podcast, right? Because I have all the space now. Um, but yeah, I don't think yeah, there was an episode with Sniper, I believe, uh, last week where we went over the uh, the COD Next invite. As you guys will see, um, <laughs> I'm gonna definitely put this on the wall uh, somewhere in this room here for sure. Um, someone said no sandals today. No, I, I don't have sandals on. I'm, I'm nice and comfy at home. For free? Yeah. Free, feet for free? Holy. Yeah, feet for free. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, free feet content, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't tell Christina about that one. But uh, I'm definitely <laughs> going to put this up here in the office at some point. Um, the Codex invite uh, absolutely blew my mind. They have outdone themselves every single time they've sent out a uh, new package to creators. Um, they have done just absolute wonders with these. I mean, beyond honor to uh, have been a part of this with the uh, with the new mailer. But yeah, the day before the Codex invite went out, they sent out the 50 Years of Hip Hop jumpsuit, which I've been wearing comfortably nearly every day, man. Because that yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. How many times have you seen me wear that? How many times have you seen that? I mean, it's just it, it's crazy, man. It's it's really comfy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember you asked me like, did you even watch that thing? Like, you've been wearing that jacket, you know, how, how many days in a row? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I definitely watched it, man. <laughs> but that was very kind of them to do that. Uh, Cod Next is just around the corner. As we talked about before, very, very excited 
to go ahead and have detonated covering Codnex on October the 5th, again, the day before the beta begins for PlayStation. Um, I'll be there in person uh, playing Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer, the new Warzone map, apparently Warzone Mobile, according to the invite we got here, maybe even more. We'll just have to wait and see. And yeah, I'll be able to go ahead and ensure that detonated coverage goes up on the Twitter. Got some articles planned out. Lots of cool things are going to be happening. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of detonated, though, how are you feeling about the growth as of lately with our beautiful news outlet, man? Because I am absolutely blown away with just how expansive the website has been. I, I mean, the, the the analytics we've been seeing, it's not all about the numbers at all by any means, but for a mm -hmm. brand new account, it's just incredible and an honor to see what Detonate has been able to achieve in just what, what has it been? Uh, like two and a half, three months-ish? Uh, yeah, take, just, take it away just with rolled that. over yeah. three months. Just, over th just rolled over three months. Um, actually, almost to the day. Uh, September 12th would have been three months. And, you know, I think... I think going into and going into detonated, we knew like, you know, it's gonna it's gonna take a bit to to get off the ground, uh, and, and we know this. Um, so, yeah, like before the project even started, the, the original the original idea of it was basically like we just wanted to expand uh, on what we've already been doing because like w me and you are are very like ambitious people. We want to keep building and improving and doing more. Um, so the, yeah, the original idea of it was kind of like, you know, it's a, it's a different wing that we've never even touched before. Uh, that right, we're getting right. into the journalism, the the website, uh, you know, Google Google search results, all that. Um, and it was just like I don't know, the whole the whole thing's just been very like insane because I've been putting like my blood, sweat, and tears into into the Twitter page, especially because um, you know I'm trying to get consistent tweets out every single day covering multiple different things you know from war stuff to uh news reminders to um to concepts and you know really hitting a lot of um all fronts in terms of the twitter and i think people are are, are really resonating with that well um which is which is good even even if the twitter was still on like 100 followers um I, the the quality of posts would still stay the same um because we went into it thinking like you know it's 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 going to take a lot of hard work. It's going to be this thing that we're not going to give up on. Um, which right. I think is the best way to put that. And I know you you agree with that as well. Oh yeah, no, for sure, dude. I mean, I've I've had a goal over the past five years, and and you've been right alongside me. You know, as I'm trying to achieve this goal to be able and cover everything to do with Call of Duty, my favorite franchise, and obviously one of your favorite franchises. Being able to cover everything in every possible way, whether it's videos, streams, on all the various game modes, multiplayer, Warzone, Blackout back then, Zombies, trying to break into the competitive scene a little bit with some coverage of that soon. And I think Detonator was just the 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 perfect addition to already having covered all that on the channel here, expanding on that through articles on the website and then tweets on Detonator's Twitter. Uh, with all that combined, it creates a synchronization of journalism, synchronization or synchronization of of the coverage that you rarely ever see, right? You rarely ever see a content creator that's been doing it for a while, uh, you know, invest in, in in a news outlet or or whatever the case is. You rarely see that, and obviously, that day would not be possible without you. I mean, you have done a splendid job uh, with the Twitter, especially, and it's awesome to see. But like you said, even if it stayed at you know a hundred, uh, hold on. Sorry about that. Got spammed with uh, 
<laughs> sorry about that. I got spammed like 50,000 messages. Um, you know, being able to expand on everything we've done has, has been an absolute honor. But uh, with Detonate, especially, even if it was at 100 followers only, um, the passion will still be the same. Because remember the Black Ops 4 days, for example, you know, 2018, I was at, you know, a couple thousand subscribers and that didn't stop either of us from being motivated to keep trying, keep trying, you know, covering everything the best way that we can. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, it's it's been... Uh, it's, it's been an absolute honor over the years to see the growth on the main channel, then to now expand on that with Detonated, man. It's a dream come true. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, before, I think three days before uh, Detonated came out, I got my first 1,000 like tweet on, on my Twitter. Um, it was like, I think it was Soap and Ghost, like their classic skins, um, which I was like, you know, it's cool. You know, I've always wanted to get a 1,000 like tweet, um, even though it doesn't really mean much. It's kind of just like, oh, cool milestone. But with Detonator, like, we've hit that, like, so many times. Uh, it's insane. And on stuff I don't really understand either, like, wh why, why, why it does so well. Like, I know there was something about, um, like, like I think it was uh, David Mason and Task Force 141. Like, that, that, was, that was the era in which I was, like, really moving around a lot because my house is, like, destroyed. Right. So I was kind of just, like, sitting and, sitting and thinking about stuff um that would be kind of be cool and just throwing those tweets out there and seeing them do like extremely well is uh is i'm extremely grateful for it and i'm, yeah. I'm i've been extremely grateful for the um the support on the page the support on the website um like i said i've never worked harder in my life than i am right now um even during cold war era where i was staying up like 24 hours making renders like this is like a whole different ball game oh yeah because now um now it's not just thumbs it's like okay you know, promoting the the website. You know, making sure the Twitter is active, making sure the the community po the community tab gets stuff. Um, it's a real it's it's an entirely different ball game. Oh yeah, um, and I'm extremely happy with it all. Yeah, um, man. The, brand, the branding's great. You know, the the website is awesome. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a perfect storm of like of uh, of something I'm really passionate about doing. So. For sure, man. No, I mean, I, you couldn't have, I couldn't have said it better, honestly. I'm just, I'm really happy with where everything's at right now. It's good to just sit here and catch up for a second before jumping into uh, some major topics. I mean, uh, Detonated mm -hmm. is, is just a, a project that just came out of pure love for the coverage that was already happening for the franchise, you know, as it's evolving into, you know, COD 2.0, as they call it, which people out there haven't exactly taken serious because of Modern Warfare 2 and how it, you know, stepped back and walked back on a lot of core things. MW3 is bringing things back and will really emphasize what it means to be in, you know, this era of COD 2.0. Um, we figured, you know, what about a 2.0 era for for content, for coverage, for journalism? That that's what that's where Detonated stands on all that. And um, you know, to see the account uh, being as new as it is, to see it, you know, hitting certain milestones and reaching people in ways maybe my my own content didn't before. That that that's the goal at the end of the day, man. So yeah, really happy to just uh, continue doing this. And Bomb Saw as a podcast has been going on since what was it? The middle of like Cold War's life cycle. Um, we started we started we started the podcast with with the sole purpose of like, hey. Uh, you know, instead of me having longer video commentaries, you know, adding opinions and adding, you know, some hot takes, let's save that extra discussion for a podcast and leave the videos to just the coverage. And, you know, obviously as a human, right, I'm not going to have uh, video commentaries be robotic where it's reading from a script or just going over news and saying, bye guys, obviously I'll give my take in the videos too, but for longer form discussions that, <laughs> yeah, for longer, for longer form discussions that you and I have off screen all the time, why not do it on a podcast? That's where Bombshell mm -hmm. came in and, you know, to continue, you know, having Bombshell, uh, you know, synchronized with our detonated coverage as well. I mean, that, that's absolutely fantastic. So that's that's been the goal the whole time. Um, with that as well, um, also, once again, shout out to our member right here on the channel, Rachel, for making this badass cup. We got the uh, detonated and then uh, my bomb logo here on the cup right here. Shout out to her if she's ever watching this. 
Um, seriously means a lot. And again, for those that uh, bought any plushies on DKDynamite.store, the link is in the description of this podcast. Um, they are now out of the pre-order stage and are now shipping to everybody who went ahead and bought those. I'm really happy with the quality and the size uh, of these bad boys right here. Um, but with that, kind of jumping into our first topic here, let's get into MW2 multiplayer free access, right? Every single season of Mono Warfare 2, we get a free access window, right? It's usually about a yeah. weekend long, no more than that, on all platforms as well. And seasons one and two from Mono Warfare 2, they did the free access periods, I think it was towards the beginning of those respective seasons. Seasons three and four did them at, I believe, closer to the mid-season updates. Season five did neither of those. Season five has done one at nearly the very end of of season five, which is interesting, but there's a catch with this, and I'm still really surprised by this. The season five free access period is actually a week long for the first time. I don't think we've ever seen a, a free access period be a week long. It's that long with a catch, though, because there's a catch to everything in life, right? You can only play for two and a half hours, not per day, throughout the entire duration of the week-long free access period. So before I even dissect that at all, what are your initial thoughts on, for some reason, them changing the way free access works for those out there that have been looking forward to that? They don't own Modern Warfare 2. Well, it looks like Sean's going to be hopping back on Fortnite uh, a little bit, um, you know, Faster than usual, because um, <laughs> you can only play MW2 for two and a half hours. But um, yeah, yeah I, I, it is a very interesting change, um, I'd say, because I feel like two and a half hours is is like one is like one session, you know. So you're giving people an entire week, but it's only like one session of max play time, all right? So right, right. It's I don't know. It's it's kind of weird considering I don't think they've ever done that. They've never they've never added that um, specific thing um, where I'm, I'm fairly certain anyway, where there was a lock on the amount of time you can play free access because if it's free access, I mean, it's not really it's not really free access if you're limited to a certain amount of access. You know what I mean? Right, um, right, right. It's more they should call it limited access. That's what they should do, actually. Right. Um, L limited access. Limited access. Well, why, why don't you bring up 1v1v1s where you got thrown around the map repeatedly? I mean, everyone knows I'm the best 1v1-er. Um, <laughs> so, Dude. Yeah, people, people, people talking shit in chat. I mean, like, you know. Yeah. You, you know who owns you, so. We got, we got to get these guys yeah, flown the out, man, to uh, DTNDHQ, bro, <laughs> so we can get, get them right here in the couch. We'll talk about, we'll talk about uh, some Rust 1v1s, man. And what we'll be doing oh my, during Modern Warfare oh my 3. God. The, the Rust 1v1s are going to be so sick, man, in MW3. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Oh, my God, you know, dude. You know what I want? You know what I really want? I think it'll be so sick to have, like, a, uh, a guest in, in studio. Oh, for sure. I would love to do that at some point. Um, I would we, absolutely we love to, to do it. We should try to see if someone's, like, around the Chicago area. That yeah. That would yep. be awesome. Mm. Absolutely, man. No, I'm really excited about, about this podcast room. Again, uh, essentially a multi-purpose room as well. I have my old setup in here from the old house. I got a TV stand with the consoles in here as well. Like a lot, lot of cool things are going to be happening um, in this office here uh, in, terms of, in terms of content and whatnot. And I realized, you know, Spider-Man 2 comes out, uh, I think it's October 20th. So I actually do have time to play it, which is funny because Campaign Early Access from W3 is the week after that. Um, mm -hmm. so I actually do have time to play that, which is cool. What, what, but then again, the haunting might be, uh, <laughs> as we'll talk about later, that might be around the same time. We'll see. But yeah, if I, I, think, think, it's, I think it's like right there. It's like right oh, there. Man. Yeah. Maybe around the 18th of October or something like right after the second weekend of uh, MW3's beta concludes. We'll see. But yeah, to kind of close off that, that first part about, uh, free access, that is a very odd change that I obviously don't agree with because again, if you don't own Mono Warfare 2 and you're like, <laughs> Hey, I'm looking forward to a free trial. What if you play like seven bad matches in a row? 
And then that, that burns like an hour and a half of that. And then you have an hour left to play. You know, that is truly unfortunate. So I don't agree with that change for those that are like, oh, DK defending these decisions. And it's like, dude, I'm not always going to agree with all the decisions that are made with the game. I'm always going to provide constructive criticism. I'm not going to harass devs or the studio because of something like this. Nobody should do that. But I'm just saying uh, in terms of why this change was made, I mean, if I try to put this together, I can think, oh, maybe they assumed that if you limit the amount of time they can play, it'll edge them more to buy the game. But I feel like that would actually be the case if maybe you had a 2.5 hour limit per day during the week-long period, maybe that'll encourage players better to want to buy it. Because you know how, imagine having that rush of like, yes, I get to play multiplayer. You hop on, your time limit's up, and then you have to wait till the next day to play it again. I feel like that would be more motivating to go in and buy the full game versus like, oh, there's a week long, I can play the game for free, only two and a half hours total the whole time. If you play like a couple long matches of domination, that's over. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there is a weird reason for this. And, and who knows why that's the case. Um, little conspiracy though. Um, I almost forgot. I put this in the article uh, on Detonated a few days ago. Sony, however, did announce that I believe it's from the 18th to the 19th. I, do I have my dates correctly? What is today? Is today's date the today's the 15th? I believe it's the it might be the 17th and the 18th, something like that. You'll be able to play MW2 multiplayer, Diablo 4, I believe, and GTA 5 for free on PlayStation, regardless of PS Plus subscription. That's a, an offer happening for like two days in a row. I think it's this weekend. So that that cancels out the 2.5 hour limit for MW2 MP if you're on PlayStation for just those two days. The other days, you're on that limit. So the conspiracy now, again, it's not confirmed anywhere, tinfoil hat, maybe because Sony's about to conclude their partnership contract with Activision with Modern Warfare 3, they've thought of a new way to, you know, enhance that contract they have with like, oh, what about for every free trial? If you're on PlayStation, you get unlimited time to play for a couple days. Maybe that's a new benefit of the exclusivity contract for the next year or something. It's something new they introduced. Just a theory. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know if that, that if that makes any sense. But uh, any thoughts on uh, on that? Is Sony behind this, or is it just some random change that Activision decided on? If you had, if you had to guess. <sighs> I mean, what we we'll never really know the, the why these why these decisions get made. Uh, yeah, but it, it's always fun to speculate, um, especially with a situation like that. It, it, it that does look kind of sketchy, you know, or very coincidental but, coincidental yeah um, <laughs> for sure it's uh, yeah it's just the whole thing the whole thing is just is just weird i don't know only yeah. only two and a half hours um yeah but you know it's fr free access is free access you know the, the game's on sale right now too right so you probably yeah maybe maybe that's why maybe the game's on sale so they're like okay you only need two and a half hours to like decide if you want to play shipment <laughs> for the rest of your life for the um, yeah yeah no, that's it's, it's definitely uh, definitely a mystery. But uh, season five reloaded came out. What is that? Two weeks ago now. Um, any any thoughts on the mid season five update? Uh, as we kind of get into uh, more on the content side of things here uh, with today's episode, uh, specifically Fort Resurgence. I know you played a couple of games of it. Uh, how are you feeling about how they pulled a B21 on us where they're like, oh yeah, Fort Resurgence coming out today with Reloaded. And they're like, oh, by the way, uh, the, the batch notes were incorrect. It's actually coming out next week. It, it pulled a B21 on us. And I'm like, you know what? It's fine. It, it, the, 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 to stretch some things out, it's all right. Just so it gives us something new to look forward to every week. Cool. But uh, <laughs> overall thoughts on that. How are you feeling? Yeah, season season five reloaded has been uh, has been actually rough for me because I haven't really had time to sit down and play it. Um, it's because it came out the the thirtieth, right? And I was kind of still in the middle uh, of that, yeah. out, out and about. Yeah, so um, you know, I still played DRC Zone One. I've still played. I still use the new guns. Um, you know, got twenty one. 
Um, but yeah, in terms of the uh, like for resurgence, you know, I, I don't really understand how it how that happens to where you in the season five in the season five launch in the season five launch blog post it says it's coming coming at Reloaded. Right. The Reloaded blog post says it's coming at Reloaded. There's tweets that say it's coming in Reloaded. And then the day comes out and they're like, oh, it was an error the entire time. <laughs> you know, that doesn't... It's very, that, like, yeah, it's very weird doesn't really, doesn't really make sense to me. Because um, I, I even think it's it's a little bit more in-depth than the, the Bill and 21 issue. Because the Bill and 21 issue, granted, it never, like, it never really, like, said anywhere... Is it was just kind of like you have to find your way how to get into it, but it just so happens that the the way that you had to find your way to get into it was that it was legitimately locked for days. Um, right. But with Forward Resurgence, it was like okay, it's releasing on this day, this day, this day, this day, day before. Oh, it's coming out next week. Um, which you know the community's reception of that was uh, mostly negative. I'd probably say primarily negative. Oh yeah. Um, which I, I can get the criticism of it because I feel like Fort Resurgence, if they just if they just like made the water on the outside like out of bounds and like you just play on the island, I think it would have been I think it would have been, would have been a really cool uh, experience. But you kind of have like the the mini royale circle where sometimes the mini royale circle spawns like halfway or cuts right. off half of Fort Resurgence, which don't not sure if I'm a fan of that. Um, it would be kind of cool if it was just the the island itself. But maybe they did try that and maybe it was too small to do. Um, to do like its own uh, like personal resurgence area, so they, right. that's why they made like Mini Royale and like Seraph Bay and, and whatever. But I don't know. I I first want to say DRC Zone One in multiplayer, fantastic map. I really enjoy it. Mm. Um, I will say the the DLC weapons they added for the mid season update were also interesting. I mean, I don't think I ever got your thoughts on this because we didn't get a chance to do a pod, but all three DLC weapons thrown into the classified sector right that is crazy to me um definitely expected just one but they ended up putting all three i'm cool mm -hmm. with that i think that's awesome to you know provide more substance to our reloaded update especially considering we have no more raid episodes i think that's cool to just give more to do you know usually instead of getting uh or usually we get an unlock challenge for a new weapon with the classified battle pass sector it's like okay you know if you want to get this base weapon in the hvt uh, you know, part of, of that sector, you have to do all these mm -hmm. other challenges first. So people could argue that, oh, you have to do like three, four challenges to just get the MP5 or the, the Lockman Shroud. I get that. But then in the process, you're unlocking other weapons and other and other rewards while doing those challenges to get to the yeah. HVT. So I'm cool. That's why I'm cool with it. It's it still it still gives us something to do on top of the 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 challenge event, you know, for the for the free camo and whatnot. Um, you know, I wasn't, I, I, I kind of, I haven't done the, all the classified sector challenges, actually. Um, I just got you to drop me the shroud because I wasn't going <laughs> to yeah. do, I, I didn't want to do three kills though, dying 20 times or 20 long shots. Um, cause that was for the double XP and the double battle pass XP yeah. uh, rewards. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I kind of don't want to do that. Um, and then do the hip fire kills. So I'm like, just draw me the gun, please. I'm not. Yeah, and this. DMZ. <laughs> um, <laughs> that certainly works, and, and that, that's something that you know we can take advantage of uh, at least for the rest of MW2's life cycle. We don't know if DMZ will get support MW3. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, zombies has to have that same feature. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it won't. I mean, I'd hope so. But then again, what would you rather have them be like? Oh, if you want to unlock weapons and zombies, you just got to expo with it. Or would you rather have actual challenges and zombies uh, to actually unlock your weapons? That, 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 that's a good debate to have as well. Like, what, what would you rather see? 
you know, challenge-wise in zombies then. I mean, because the Cold War zombie or Cold War, there were challenges in Cold War zombies to unlock DLC weapons, right? So I'd hope to still see uh, something of that nature return uh, from W3. But if, if they want to bring the X-Fill unlock method back as well i'm down for it i'm not i'm not, I'm not opposed mm -hmm. to it i'm definitely not opposed to it yeah because we, we know there's exfil like already in it so I you're think, right right confirmed yeah i think it would be like uh you know by proxy it should be in in that uh in the game as a feature um which would be cool because i think i think would, I, I think it's really cool you know if you even even if you find the gun off of like an ai or something like that's just like next level like being aware of your surroundings and like, oh, I need this gun unlocked and this bot dropped it, so I'm gonna keep it in my backpack. Like that that type of thing is right. a really cool gameplay loop that not a lot of games like really have. I think, right? Um, especially when it comes to like unlocking a gun that you can use in a multiplayer and Warzone and all these different modes. Um, I think it's really something special. That's why I think you should keep it. But um, yeah, I think the weapons overall are good. Um, the pistol, you know. It went viral multiple times because of its uh its inspect animation um pickaxe melee weapon just a melee weapon but the uh the the lockman shroud i've been having some fun with it i think it's pretty cool yeah no it's gets just... me killed sometimes but <laughs> it's, it's kind of cool yeah i i I'm, I'm really happy with all that but fort resurgence now you know you put out a good tweet on detonated which by the way i want to bring this up because I, I think this is hilarious um obviously for detonated tweets you know we run info by each other like every literally every hour right uh both fully involved in uh, what gets tweeted but in terms of like who's actually tweeted on detonated like vajardi runs that flawlessly <laughs> he he has done the best job with the detonated twitter i don't even log into the twitter for that matter like i can but i, I don't click tweet myself he puts he puts tweets together he does the best job with that so i i, I find it funny like i've tweeted on that account a total of like three times um but if that if, if, that, if that if that made maybe once or twice but um you know i really enjoy writing articles on the website and you know obviously promoting detonated through through the content i'm already producing but um just to throw that out there because hey, i i don't really tweet on the detonated account so all the credit goes, goes to this guy but <laughs> you, you you tweeted out about fortune's keep right as a reminder that map only lasted i think it was it really six months but i feel like it was shorter than that it, it was um i went back four. and i went back it was did, did i put six months in the tweet what did i put in the tweet i, I could look it up right now i i genuinely think it was about four months but i I'll, I'll confirm that give or take though that map didn't last long it is the shortest lived mm. i think maybe maybe, maybe even think shortest of vr map just, it was just under five months I, it was just under five months just shy of five months all right because i honestly think that compared to all brs that exist not just call of duty or not just warzone it might be the shortest lived br map of all time it might, it might just be like i can't think of a map that they got removed that soon yeah well yeah yeah uh, <laughs> as you wrote right it was removed after 147 days right so if fort's resurgence gets removed in under five months that will top fortune's keep in terms of how short-lived the map is now like you said earlier to kind of circle back to this fort resurgence has not been received well the, from what i've said right after streaming it last week after you know playing it a little bit more off stream the map itself i think has a lot of potential right if you're looking for really fast-paced mini royale type action you will find that on four i actually like it with a squad when playing with randoms it could be miserable because with randoms i mean it's it's just it's too hectic if you don't have a team with communication everyone's all over the place everyone's getting killed it's easy to just get wiped in, in, in a couple of minutes but with the right squad i think there's some really good potential for high kill games if that's what you're looking for faster paced action you could find on vondel or ashika or even going back to maps like rebirth and fortunes you could find some really cool action on four you could but 
based on community reception, I just don't see the map lasting, right? You saw you saw exactly what I saw when the map came out. I mean, the, the first thing that blew my mind was there was a lot of people that are like, oh, they promised a new resurgence map. This is not new. This is just Albagra Fortress. That's the first thing that blew my mind. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. The, the season five blog post and even the reloaded blog post specifically said this is Albagra Fortress as a small scale resurgence map with surrounding areas. It specifically said that they never came out and were like, oh, guys. New resurgence map by Reloaded. Look forward to it, and then they just revealed at the last second that it's that it's it's Albagra. They they, they never did that. They confirmed mm -hmm. from the start it was just it was a part of Almazra turned into a mini Royale resurgence map, right? So I was confused by that feedback from people. People that were like, "Oh, you know, it's supposed to be a new map." I, I don't understand that criticism. But what I did understand was that the map played weirdly when the final circles on this map were you know, not even in Albagra Fortress. They were in water. They were in the surrounding areas. Very mm. odd final zones that played weird. Um, other than that, though, I mean, it's really just what I expected, and, and I'm cool with it. I think it's better that they, they tried that instead of pumping out uh, another resurgence map at the last second. Save the resources for the Mono War for three Warzone maps, right? Instead of mm. just using that now. Uh, but that's that's kind of my take on it. I know you played it a couple times, but uh, honest guess, man, do you think this map's going to last past season six, or do you think it's going to get instantly swapped out uh, <laughs> in, in favor of something I, else? If you had I, to guess. I think, I, I think it's just going to get... I don't even think it's going to get swapped out. It's just going to get, like, removed from the from the playlist rotation. Um, right. May, probably, probably we're going to see that. I, we might even see that in the season 06 update, to be honest. We might yeah, have, I, I actually do that. Yeah, because um, they, they just added in squad size rotations for it, didn't they? With with uh, this past Wednesday's playlist update, I'm pretty sure they added more squad size options for it. Really? I believe. I know. I know they added squad size updates. I just can't remember if Fort is included uh, in that in that in that list. It might be, but if it's not, then we still have yet to see that, and we have to see how other squad sizes play on the map. Maybe maybe other squad sizes play better than quads because quads is always hectic no matter what map you're playing. Um, or if they've already added the squad sizes and they didn't really improve the feedback, then I would not doubt <laughs> the removal of that map uh, as, as soon as September 27th, right, when Season 6 starts. That's wild. Mm -hmm. um, but, but on the ground, remember uh, what you tweeted out on Detonated as well? I, I saw this while streaming the launch of Fort. Uh, not Fortnite, by the way, right? I think the, the, the new meme should be a hop on Fort. We're not talking about Fortnite. We're talking about Fort Resurgence, by the way. Uh, <laughs> on the ground, I found the leaked animated mastery camo that already had gotten data mined, you know, weeks prior. It was on the ground in my game. Somebody's weapons had the camos on them. And yes, uh, you know, uh, both Fajardi and I are fully aware of what unlock tools are because we've heard about them all over Twitter, all over the internet. We don't personally use unlock tools. Not interested in getting shadow banned or fully banned from Ricochet. Thank you very much. Um, but we saw the weapons on the ground that had the camels on them, picked them up, inspected them, posted a tweet about it. You know, nothing wrong with that. We literally found that in game. The camel looks ridiculous over the top mm -hmm. in the best way possible. If it is indeed a, some, or if it is indeed some type of challenge unlock, some type of, you know, seasonal reward, if it's not the MW3 mastery camo, that will in fact go down in history as the craziest. Uh, free universal camo that's animated Whoa. of all time. If, if oh, it is yeah. indeed the case, I don't. I think it has a zero percent chance of being the MW3 mastery camo because mm. I, I just, I, I just don't believe that. Um, there's no way that would like ever be able to be, to be slipped into the game. Um, I do think though, and that's what I've been putting in all the tweets when I've been talking about it, is that it is some sort of haunting event mastery camo. Um, because if you look at it, like the designs are kind of like it, like spooky, sort of purple and green. Um, it, it's kind of like makes sense. You're right. To, right. right. 
to be something during the the Halloween uh, time. So, um, yeah. So that, that that's why that's what I've been saying on, on the Twitter about it. Um, haunting event mastery camo because people are like, oh, mastery camo, mastery camo, mastery camo. Which mastery camo literally means um, you complete all your challenges in an event and you get the final camo unlock, um, which right. is mastery camo. They call it mastery camos. Indeed. So uh, Indeed. some people were some people were confused with that. It's like, oh, we're getting a new master camo. It's like, yeah, I, we've got one every <laughs> single event. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I get why there's confusion sometimes. There's so many yeah. terms to get thrown around, dude. I mean, yeah, first yeah, of all, 100%. I, I see. I use the term universal camo a lot, and people are like, well, DK, uh, every camo in MW2 is essentially a, a universal camo because you know a, sure. new wep- a new weapon comes out. You unlock four exclusive camos that came with that weapon, but you can then use those on every other weapon you want. Am, am, am I right? So. That mm-hmm. that is essentially universal camo. I get that, but I need to remind people that there weren't universal camos like that before, like the end of Vanguard cycle. Because you know, I'm thinking about the uh, what was it? The gold the, one. The gold one from season four of of uh, Fortune's Keep, and then we had the Terminator camos in like what was it season five or, or whenever that was, and that was like the first time we saw the ability to unlock new camos. During a seasonal event like that, you know, to use on all your weapons in that game, we've never really seen that before. So that's why I still use that term. I guess still, um, it's still like a new concept. Uh, previously, you know. we had like the the camo the camo packs um, from like Bo2 and I think some yeah, of Bo4 yeah. Universal. But in terms of like the new the era, of, the new mm-hmm. era, I'm thinking, yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, I, I get what you mean. Too. Yeah, technically, we've seen that before. It's just been a while since that's been like a mainstream thing consistently released right and this time it's not through personalization packs to be able to add it's through you know actual challenges which is fantastic but um besides all those terms being thrown around yeah i i I think that you know you could definitely argue it's halloween theme with the whole pink and green going on with it could definitely argue that but i at the same time like i i saw some comments being thrown around about how it could be the nw3 camo maybe it's too soon for that to be leaked though i, I don't know but i yeah i the reason why i don't i really don't think that is because like why would, think about think about what was added this update like yeah, a lot yeah. of season six and haunting right. stuff right, like, right everything is season six is, is season six and haunting like yeah if, if they added like the new rust and terminal in this update i'll be like okay maybe there's a maybe there's a you know some sort of uh, <laughs> mw3 overlap or something yeah, no, yeah I, I, but, I, I, I agree i agree, I agree. <laughs> but everything was season six haunting related um so that's why i think that I, I i do i do agree with that be, be, then again it's like if it was the mw3 mastery camel why would it how would it work you know applying it to mw2 weapens that won't even happen mm-hmm. that won't even be a feature in Mono Warfare three right the camels are exclusive to that game's weapons only um you know yeah. so either way though i i i danced around that idea too because i'm like you know uh we haven't seen a free animated universal camel on that scale before. So that's why I'm like, is this really for a, a season six haunting challenge? But yeah. I, I guess it is, but I, you know, we, we could dance around that all day. It, but, it is what it is. But I, I don't like, I think the camel looks absolutely insane. Right. Oh yeah. I, I, oh, didn't, yeah it does. I didn't know. I didn't know it was controversial to say like, this looks amazing. And there's people on Twitter who are like, this looks this looks ass. This looks like I, shit. Like, <laughs> like it looks cool. Like, you can, you can't say it. You yeah. can't say it. You can't say it. It doesn't look cool. I, I don't know. It's it's goofy. It's bright. It's like you know, just have fun with it. You know. 
yeah, I, uh, I, I don't really get that. Big sniper, yeah, snipers in chat. Hell yeah, man, big dub. Um, I I don't get that criticism either because I'm like the camo, while it is over the top and flashy, isn't that what people always ask for? Is isn't that the criticism that Orion and Polyatomic got in MW2's launch window? Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah. oh, it's not flashy enough, it's not over the top enough, it's not animated enough. Now we're getting that. It's like, is it really going to be complaints? Are there really going to be complaints about that? I don't. But you know, I don't, I don't, obviously, the obviously people. Moment. You know, obviously, people can have their opinions um, about it, but oh yeah, no, for sure, it's subjective. I just, I just think it's, I just think it's kind of weird how it's like, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a fun, like bright, goofy camo, right? And no, it is, it is, and that, and that's why people are like going so crazy about it because it does look like that. Um, but if yeah, it were to yeah. just be like, if it were to be like a camo with like, I don't know, pumpkins on it, like, well, like pumpkins just over and over again, like. You're not, you're, like, not, you're not going to sit here and say that that's better than the, the what that is. So. Well, are you going to use um, that after the, like, the Halloween fever is over either? Probably not. No. So it's like, it's like th that's why, you know, you brought this up on an older podcast. It was a long time ago. I think it was actually during Cold War Cycle. You're like, you know, holiday theme bundles are cool, but oftentimes there's little motivation to even use those cosmetics after the holiday is over. No matter if it's Christmas, St. Patty's Day, whatever. You kind of are just out of that mode, mm -hmm. out of that mood, right? You're just like, ah, I'm, I'm, I don't want, I don't really, I don't really want to rock a, a, a Christmas bundle in, in in April, right? I mean, it, whatever. Yeah, you know, it, <laughs> unless you're Pax, but you know, Pax still runs that runs that Christmas uh, sweater wood skin in Cold War, but um, <laughs> I mean, hey, Damon Victor yeah, Allen, think, the goat man, Damon Victor Allen, the goat who plays uh, plays. I, I do, I do think holiday bundles do serve a, a purpose, uh, yeah, because yeah. like you know, it's it's around the time of the year, you know, it's it's the you know feel the festivity but oh yeah um yeah, no, for sure. but i think i think that's why halloween bundles are a little bit different in that sense um because like because it's just like it's just like horror stuff right it's like it's just cool looking characters like you don't have to be around halloween to run scream or like right Saw or right. or you know, spawn like, if that if that's if that ends up being the uh like, season six like, operator holy shit the, the, yeah. the cool the cool thing the cool thing about spawn is like he's just like a super kick-ass like character um i i've never even what like once thought to associate him with with halloween which is which is good um good, that is good that yeah. balance yeah. we have that balance of um you know like cool character that also fits during the the festivity that can be used after after it's it's even better oh yeah um oh yeah but yeah i'm sure My you've man. already talked about all the haunting stuff um We'll come, well, I, I so, guess we'll, we'll circle back around to season six in, in a little bit. But I mean, I was even going to say, you know, Skeletor, right? That's not, I mean, the villain of, of, of He-Man, is that really like Halloween focused though? Not really, right? So it's like, it's like you were saying, it is cool that, you know, these are these are universal characters, essentially. They can work mm -hmm. as a Halloween or as a, as a you know, fe as a festive holiday operator and can also work as just like a character you want to play as. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm so down, I'm so down for that. But like I'm not playing as like the Klaus operator, uh, the, the the first one anyway. Um, yeah, in, like, June. I, but but they did honestly. I will give I will give uh, MW2 credit. They did release a like Christmas in July. Uh, that was cool. Klaus bundle. Yeah, which is, like yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a good spin on it. I think that's really good. It is. Um, about you talking about bundles, man. You must you must be a shell, you know, trying to promote uh, bundle Ooh. sales, man. Yeah, it's like I oh my god, we'll get to that later too. I I just can't believe the comments. Sometimes I'm just like, dude, I cover everything to do with Call of Duty, every aspect of it, to the best of my ability. Sometimes bundles are in the news. Oh, there's a Dark Matter bundle. Holy shit, that's cool, man. It's a pro pack, Cosmic Traveler, you know, whatever reimburses you with COD points. That, that's not me saying, hey, please buy the bundle. I don't benefit from that. Even if I had a crater code, I would still be like. Oh yeah, if you want to support me, I really appreciate it. You know, code DK in the item shop means a lot. 
but that's not because I'm like, oh my god, dude, Activision is gonna see that and oh, they're gonna get invite me to COD next, bro. They're, it's like it's not like that, bro. It's it's not <laughs> that's not what it is, man. We're just mm -hmm. talking about the news, but uh, you know, man, I, I I even think like you know the the, the Easter rabbit skins. That they added in like even if it's not easter people will still want to run the rabbits right so fuck it if one plays a rat a rabbit a cat a freaking so it's like, Ooh, it's, it's like, yeah you know what i mean it's just like you know uh universal skins so to speak that work for holidays or not but uh mm -hmm. uh this weekend i also i, I didn't want to forget this weekend is the world series of Warzone, and uh you know we, i brought this up with with sniper you know off camera i think even a bit on the podcast he was on recently um Definitely looking to expand into the competitive scene a little bit more, you know, with more coverage of, you know, the majors and the pro player drama and, you know, the brackets and, and even stuff that has to do more with even ranked inside of MP and inside of Warzone updates on that rewards. Uh, definitely looking to bring Sniper uh, on board to, to help expand Detonated in that sense. Um, so looking forward to all that. But yeah, World Series of Warzone this weekend, I believe it begins tomorrow, which uh, which I think it's just a one-day event, if I'm not mistaken, in London, which is awesome. So I bring this up because not only are there some folks there right now, um, obviously in Piccadilly, everybody's in Piccadilly this weekend, <laughs> talking about their favorite MP map from, uh, from Modern <laughs> Warfare 19. Um, there are some rewards that you can earn by watching the World Series of Warzone. If you link your Twitch or YouTube account with your Activision account and you watch the World Series of Warzone, there are some rewards that are being given out. However, the rewards aren't necessarily new, so to speak. They are CDL rewards that you may have missed. There's that, that lightning rod blueprint for, I believe, the cast-off yep. 74U. There's that uh, king camo from uh, CDL Champs. That's a universal that? one. That, that's not even the, the name of it. I, I, what did I call it the king camo? It's uh, the re uh, I'll tell you why, and this is really funny. And Sniper's here, so he's gonna find it funny too. Is because oh, okay. that's what that's what Lego initially called it, uh, and then everyone started copying copying oh, him. Yeah, uh, well, on it. I remember, I remember <laughs> we talked about it in Vegas. It was really funny. <laughs> the, we were hanging out. Oh, I, okay, okay, yeah. We were we were at a, we were at a diner eating eating freaking burgers with uh, with Lego, and then he brought that up. That I, I just forgot about that. That's funny. What was the actual? What's that camo actually called? It's, it's, you drop this. You drop this. Uh, you I, drop okay, this. yes. I thought of it the last second. There you go. Uh, shout out to Lego man. Yeah. We're just we're just gonna that the name you picked is so good. We're just gonna keep that. It, it's the King Camel. <laughs> we're, we're just gonna keep that. Which called honestly called the King Camel because it it matches the uh, the King CDL operator skin, right? Wasn't that a pro pack too, or was it no? It was, a, it was a, just a CDL it was, pack with the crown. Was a, I, uh, I don't I think it was. It was it. I think you could have bought it for twenty four hundred. I don't think it okay, was, it was okay. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> I don't know. I forget. <laughs> yeah, but either way, the camel matches that. Those are two rewards mm. from watching World Series of Wars, and along with some other cosmetics like calling card and emblem and some XP bonuses. The thing is, though, those rewards were previously available for just watching CDL majors or the COD champs for MP. So should they have made new rewards for World Series of Warzone? Or do you agree with being like, hey, if you guys missed out on the CDL rewards, here's a good opportunity? Because I know I think I missed the lightning rod blueprint because I believe the weekend of whatever major that was, I was at the Vondo capture event at Infinity Ward. So I, I just forgot to link. <laughs> I, I forgot to link my, my YouTube and Activision accounts to like have it on my phone or something while I was at the hotel. I just forgot to do that. So I missed oh, that, you, that blueprint. You poor soul. You couldn't get the blueprint. Poor me, dude. I was playing Vondo playing. early. Yeah, I, I had to pick free blueprint or, or play Vondo early. I went, I went with Vondo. It's like, whatever, man. Poor um, yeah, First world problems, yeah. dude. I, I, it's that, not a big deal. That blueprint has been so bugged because I unlocked it when it was, you know, available to earn. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't have it. So, like, I even went back to my inventory on Twitch and it said, you've unlocked this twice. 
I don't know how. I've unlocked it twice, but twice. I don't have it. I don't have it in my inventory anymore. I did when I initially claimed it, which is really weird. I don't know what's going on with that. That's really um, that's really weird. The, the the camo, the universal camo, the uh the you drop this camo, it's like I'm trying to think of but uh from a perspective of like these viewership rewards are to make people watch, right? Yeah, like that, that's that's yeah. the point. Um and if you add a reward that was previously free, not even two months ago, for everybody, if you put in CDL twenty twenty three on the COD website or whatever it was, um, I don't know how you know how that's gonna uh, pan out. Yeah, that's because that's the, ca the camera, the camera was legitimately free for everybody. Um, it wasn't even a viewership reward. They just gave it the free for everybody. I, I think that's a good thing in a sense because it's like, but at the same time, it kind of defeated the purpose of leaking your account for the drops. And then if you were at COD Champs like we were, we were picking up the physical cards with codes on them. Like yeah. all that, all that is void because there's just one universal code that worked for everybody yeah. anyway. It's like that 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 clearly was a mistake. They, they wouldn't print out all those cards and and do all the, the linking and all that shit if if uh if they meant for one code to work for everybody. It was a clear yeah. mistake. But there's people that probably still missed that and forgot what that code was. And that code's probably been taken down True. by now. So yeah, now it's a good opportunity for those. But the lightning round blueprint especially looks insane. Um so looks really good with camos too. Oh yeah, blends really good. Definitely blends uh blends really well with all the mastery camos and uh, it's cool but like hells was saying in chat maybe because of how bugged some of the rewards were like you were even mentioning before maybe that's why they're like hey yeah. let's give one more chance to people who really got screwed you know now we'll make sure that it, that it works for sure or something we'll, we'll see maybe that's why or they just ran out of time they couldn't make any free cosmetics it is very late in the mw2 cycle right now so might as well save all the cool new cosmetics for the the, the next uh <laughs> the, the next competitive season for multiplayer in warzone um Funny enough, though, good segue into Modern Warfare 3 here. During the World Series of Warzone tomorrow, you can get a free beta code for Modern Warfare 3. You have a chance mm -hmm. to win a free beta code. That is 50,000 codes are being given out during the duration of the World Series of Warzone. Usually, what are there? Usually 70 to 100,000 people in chat. So a good portion of those people have a chance at, at winning a beta code from Modern Warfare 3. Again, you get a free beta code, lets you play multiplayer during both weekends while it is active. You won't need to pre-order the game to get a beta code if you win one. Now, want to hear something really fun? Dude, I can't even believe this happened. So I made a TikTok, or a short, I should say. I posted a short <laughs> on YouTube first. And then, because and then, what, what I started doing recently, um, thanks to, uh, to you and Sean, is officially redistributing everything across as many platforms as possible. So all my YouTube videos will also be on my Facebook gaming page, DK Dynamite. Um, all community posts that you've now been doing on, on the channel, which are kind of just like, uh, you know, condensed tweets with article links for detonated. You put those yeah. on my community post. Those will also get copy pasted over onto the Facebook page. Uh, thanks to Sean. Um, and then any shorts that I make for YouTube here or ones that Sean ends up editing for me, they will be re-uploaded on Facebook as reels and on TikTok. So I made a short about the free opportunity for a beta code, you know, 50,000 codes being given away during world series of Warzone that got taken down off TikTok for fraud and scams. So, <laughs> I, I woke up to that and I'm like, fraud and scams. I didn't say this is how you can be guaranteed a code 100%, no BS. I'll give one to you. It was, hey guys, watch the World Series of Warzone this weekend for a chance to win a free beta code. That's all the short was. It was that simple, right? It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't me saying, oh, I have 10 codes to give away. Here's how to get a free code. That kind of falls in line with like a scam a little bit because I'm telling the world how to get a free code and only 10 people are going to win one. That's not what that was at all. It was saying, watch the World Series of Warzone if you haven't pre-ordered the game. Taken down 
for fraud and scams. I had a conversation with uh, good buddy Lego. He then told me, and I, I, we're going to have him on the podcast soon, dude, because this is hilarious. He told me <laughs> he's, and obviously he's one of few channels to really cover bundles a lot. You know that he's, he's one of few channels to really, Oh yeah, we've do, known do, this. We've known this, right? I, I love doing bundle reviews like three to five times a season. He'll do just about all of them, all the tracer packs, all the new operators, whatever. Um, he went ahead and obviously re-uploaded his YouTube shorts on TikTok. He obviously has really cool um, editing that goes into his his shorts reviewing bundles, right? He has an editor that does them and whatnot. I think he even edits some of them. So they're so professionally done to the point where his shorts going over some finishing moves and some operator showcases got removed for failure to disclose a paid partnership. They were so well done that somebody either mass reported him or TikTok just saw the, the sort and flagged it for, hey, this looks really well done. You must have been paid to promote an operator or a bundle like this. He then got his sorts taken down that have hundreds of thousands of views because of that. He has not been paid by the studio to promote bundles by any means or to show a, a finishing move or a tracer effect. TikTok just blows my mind, dude. Oh, my God. I think I think that's incredibly ironic in the case of Lego because uh, you know I he, he I know he really wants to you know have the opportunity to work with uh, Activision because like he he's like he is like the bundle guy like um, for sure for like, sure you know hands down right so to, for that to, for that to happen is like the ultimate irony because you know he he uh, hasn't yet had the opportunity to um, yeah yeah so I think I think that's that's just like really funny. <laughs> I mean, well, it, it's like how is that even happen? Like, is this like false takedowns and false like Jesus? It's it's 2023, by the way. This is not 2015 where shit's weird. It, 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 come on, dude. I but anyway, it, it was a little reassuring to hear that I'm not I'm not the only one because my TikTok's small, man. I have I the thing is I I went hard on TikTok for a while and then I just gave it a break and right after COD Next last year. I just I gave TikTok a break to just put in more time into into just long form content and everything else still had shorts going up on youtube but i just gave tiktok a break in general so same with facebook um happy to bring all that back to help you know with the synchronization of detonated and the coverage we're doing happy to bring it all back but to see that i'm just like what but it felt good to know that i wasn't alone in that in that weird type of you know false takedown problem not that i want other friends of mine to get hit on tiktok but it just it, it reassured me that i didn't really do anything wrong it's just that's just it's a weird platform but anyway uh, all that aside uh free beta code opportunity hopefully youtube doesn't flag this now for me saying this you know i'm not saying i'm giving away codes i'm just saying activision's giving away codes tomorrow <laughs> if uh if you watch world series of warzone um I don't know where the, where the scam is there, but going into Modern Warfare 3 now, a couple days ago on Wednesday, they ended up dropping another Intel drop from Sledgehammer. And I love the Intel drops, by the way. I don't know if we'll get one every week leading up to COD Next. Mm -hmm. I, I doubt we'll get one next week because we're supposed to be getting marketing for season six if they're on schedule with you know how they usually do it a week before a new season starts. They'll do you know the blog yeah. post, the roadmap. We got one a few days ago focused on multiplayer. We got our first couple bits of MP footage. We got to see all 16 2009 maps beautifully, beautifully remastered. From the ground up, we got to see just how all of them looked on Model for 3's engine. Um, based on that Intel drop alone, how are you feeling about the remastered maps? Do you think they've, they've outdone themselves? What are, what are your thoughts on the Intel drop that, that we got a few days ago? Yeah, you know, I think I, I didn't expect them to go through that much detail um, and really show like every single map, especially this early, because we're still like we're about two more about two months away. Um, and I feel like that type of thing was like held off. I feel like it, I feel like it was held off with like MW2 
Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, no, it was. It was fully detailing like every single map. Maybe it's because they're remasters. It's, it's different, but um, yeah, I was not. I really was not expecting to 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 see that, especially gameplay we've got um, in it as well. But yeah, beautiful screenshots to work with, um, and they Lots. all look absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, there's been there's been some controversy because there's doors, but I, I really don't think that that's that big. That's not the big of a deal, right? Um, right. But yeah, I mean, they look great. They're they're good maps for the most part, most of them. Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah, they're should be for, should be for, for some good fun. Definitely, like <laughs> definitely, we're gonna see like a lot of um, sort of like I, I already see it now, like a lot of short and TikTok content where it's like. Oh, one v one me on classic MW two uh, Rust, and then one v one me on like MW three uh, Rust, or like whatever, oh yeah, something like that, right? For sure, um, or something on those lines. Just like, especially the S and D stuff. Like S and D is gonna be crazy. I'm gonna actually play S and D this year. S and D gonna be a peak. I think. I mean, S and D is especially with map voting. Oh like, my map voting god, voting is gonna be so refreshing to have back. Like map voting is gonna be crazy. I will still maintain my opinion and and feel free to debate this. Anybody, Black Ops One and MW Two Hundred Nine have flawless sets of multiplayer maps. Not one bad map. You can say, oh, but DK Karachi and Derail and Subbase. I still think those maps play well. I think they have their purposes for sniping, camel grinding, Subbase. Yeah, sub I didn't even see Subbase. Did they show Subbase? I, I believe they did. I believe they did for like a second, but probably the other side of the map or something. I believe they showed every map there, but uh, I really like the sets of maps we got in 09 and then in Black Ops 1. I think I think they're, they're, they're maybe the only two CODs that have flawless sets of maps. Just an opinion, but with all the classic features coming back in Modern Warfare 3, map voting, you know, uh, classic mini-map, movement updates, all... I could not be more excited for multiplayer. I, I really couldn't be more excited. It, it, it's absolutely just mind-blowing to see, you know, what Sledgehammer is doing right now. Um, this is where Sledgehammer, like I told you months ago, this is where they gain trust back. After Vanguard, 100%. after World War II, this is where they win the trust back in the community to be, you know, a, a favorite studio again. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens with this. But again, the, the maps look incredible. The gameplay looked really fast-paced. I will mention, though, there is a part of, I think it's the high-rise footage, where you can tell the footage is sped up on purpose so that they can, you know, get through what they're trying to save quickly for an intel drop. You can see the flames, like, inside of the high-rise footage. It clearly looks sped up. But the, but regardless, the movement is still going to be faster than Mono Warfare 2, for those that are concerned. Yeah, you know, everyone, uh, everyone's really hyping up the movement, which makes, which I hope, we don't get a season three launch scenario again where everyone said like Warzone one movement is coming back right oh. and then uh <laughs> that that was terrible and everyone's like oh season three is trash because they didn't revert back to Warzone one movement it's like no one said that yeah um I, and then we have uh harrison in chat who said mw3 maps better we'll debate this all day i mean we've known this resistance solos anything in mw2 uh 09 but um and, and so and hard hat too. Oh my god, bro. We yeah. need hard hat back ASAP. I oh yeah, and, and that's the thing, right? You know, great segue again. As written in the COD blog about the remastered multiplayer maps, uh, day one, they already confirmed at least 12 original MP maps that are coming during the post-launch, yep. with three of those coming in season one, three in season two. They've already set the stage for that. That does not include other maps that release during seasons one and two, such as other remasters, gunfight maps, ground war or war experiences. So that's awesome. I, I, I'd assume that the beginning of a season, you see 
two original maps. Mid-season, you get one other original map plus whatever else is promised on the roadmap. That's really exciting that they already set the stage getting, for that. Getting like a remaster and like three new maps every season, hopefully that would be crazy if that oh, happened. Yeah. Well, um, I get the vibe that they're ahead of schedule because not to say that remastering maps is like some easy task or just copy pasting buttons. No, they remade them from the ground up. I get the impression that at least up until right now, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not dev, I'm not an insider, anything like that. I get the impression that they're really ahead of schedule with the, with the multiplayer because they have essentially only had oh, what, they, what they've done is still incorporated new things, right? With movement, with gameplay mechanics, features, but being able to piggyback off of Modern Warfare 2 2022 and and having all the launch maps be ones that they've already made, you know, over a decade ago, so they know the layouts they have to work with. I feel like that allows them to get ahead of schedule pretty well, right? So where now they could be ahead of schedule to ensure that there's a plethora of content in seasons one, two, and beyond, you know, in terms of original map environments. I feel like they're they're maybe ahead of schedule, so that's why they're able to ensure See, that you know, getting three originals in season one, season two, so on and so forth. I think like I've I've been seeing a lot of people saying like. And, and a lot of people are saying that uh, MW3 is the game MW2 should have been, um, which I, I don't know if I really agree with that because like we, we knew what MW2 was. Like we saw we saw leaks of it. We we had leaks of it. Um, we we knew what MW2 was. It, it was an Infinity Ward game. It was MW2019. We know with some of the changes uh, that you know the community did not like. Red dots on mini map. Um, and stuff like that. The perks, no, uh, there's no dead silence, right? Um, exactly. But there, there, uh, why do I feel like it is in MW2? Am I stupid? Oh nine had dead silence. No, I no, believe. no, no. Are you talking about? No, I, I. Ah, no, it's a field upgrade. Oh yeah. So I see. I mean, I, I never used dead silence, so um, I want to hear people. I want people to hear me coming. Yeah. Um, Cause uh, yeah, that's a Moon Knight Moon Knight quote. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. People see me coming, but yeah, I feel like uh, like people were kind of just like coping in the fact of like what MW2 was because we knew what MW2 was for a while. Um, so now we, you know we're getting like a big overhaul with a lot of the movement stuff. Um, so I definitely think people's expectations of what MW2 was is MW3. I think that's a more accurate uh, sentence. It's just, and that's the thing, right? That goes back to kind of what we discussed, you know, many times before. It's weird that that's the case because one, how does Infinity Ward gain trust next time around, whether it's 2025, 2026, whatever their next game is, how does the community look at them at that point when they're like, oh, you guys didn't respond to our, our, our feedback for XYZ in 2022. Why should we yeah. buy your new game? So it's almost like their rep is staying temporarily until they can, you know, quote unquote, win trust back. I just wonder how that goes. And then I yeah. also, and then I, and then I also wonder, right, what ripple effect this this causes if Mono Warfare Three, quote unquote, fixes all the MW two problems, um, which which it apparently will. And 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 again, when I say problems, I don't mean like MW two is unplayable. I mean that a majority of the community asks for X Y Z. MW three is going to offer X Y Z. What does this mean moving forward, right? If we're going to get back to back Black Ops games, we'll talk about this later. But if we get back to back Black Ops games, 2024, 2025, does that mean that Black Ops 2024 will be inherently held back to ensure that the 2025 game can be marketed as, oh, you wanted this, this, and this? We got you with this one, right? Like, is, is that what we're going to start seeing now? Is that every other game has what people are asking for and the games in between don't mm. so that the next game could sell? I hope that's not what we get to. I doubt that's what they'll end up doing, but. That, that that's something that uh, 
that that's something that that people can speculate about right now. You know, the whole carry forward feature being in like you know every other game or whatnot. Essentially, games being released in twos, right? You know, back to back games that are like sequels to one another, and then reset back to back games. You know, X Y Z X Y Z. Um, that could be what what they're what they're leading towards now. But I'm just still surprised that Modern Warfare 3's marketing has essentially been, hey, here's everything that. It wasn't in Modern Warfare 2 last year. I'm shocked that they've yeah. been that, that they're going that angle, especially considering that you know Modern Warfare is Infinity Ward's baby. But I guess Sledgehammer still has some authority since they did cold develop the original on W3 in 2011. So I guess they could still say, hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's it's just shocking to me that we're at that point. But hey, uh, we'll 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 have to wait and see how how that ends up going. Um, mm. Also, another Modern Warfare 3 report that uh, I also wrote an article about because this is really interesting. A South Korean game rating board has claimed that apparently Makarov is the prisoner or he himself is prisoner 627 in the campaign. Um, could be a potential spoiler, but then again, there's so many inconsistencies with this that I know we brought up briefly before when we were speculating who the prisoner could be because is it really Captain Price like in the original MW2? Um but then again, how would that make sense that you get captured off screen on purpose? But it's a Coney occupied prison. It's it's in the Verdance prison as well. Why would Macroft be prisoner in his own jail? Right? That that's weird to to think about. Who is the PMC group, the private PMC group breaking Macroft out in the first campaign mission? A lot of questions with that. But do you think that South Korean game rating board is accurate, or do you think that it's just like placeholder information that got misinterpreted or something with during you know, the translation? I, I do think it's accurate. Um but not in the context which everyone's been kind of going with, which it means like Makarov was in that specific gulag. We we know Makarov's in a gulag, okay? We know because we know this from the the shepherd the shepherd quote from the shadow the shadow yeah. siege event. We yeah. know this, um, but you know there isn't one gulag on the earth, you know, right? And right. There's I, I'm sure Makarov escaped a gulag at some point. Oh yeah, um, I'm sure I'm sure he did. Which. We we might not even have to see that, or um, we might we might see that via cutscene, or maybe it is maybe it is this Operation Six Two Seven mission, but I really don't think it is um, because there's legit more evidence that point towards it being um, not Makarov than it than it than it is him. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. Right. Because you had you had like the actor who plays Price, uh, Barry, changed his name to, he added six, he added 627 onto his name on Correct. Twitter Correct. after the Operation 627 um, campaign footage came out. So, like, that's already, like, like, why, like, why is he doing that? Um, maybe, a red, maybe a red herring. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm True. Just, just to throw True. us off on purpose to, like, um, yeah. But then, but then the text message from the unknown caller did say it was Coney. It was a Coney-occupied uh, prison. Um, we can see this from the the the, the soldiers there. Oh yeah, um, you could definitely see it. And I don't know. It's just like it's all, it's all like oh man. But I'm sure Macrov escaped to Google at some point. I just don't think it's that one we're seeing. Yeah, no, I, I, the thing is, that maybe we, I'm wrong though. Maybe I'm wrong. Then would we have two different prison missions? You have one where six to seven it, let's say it's price gets broken out from the coney verdansk and then you have another mission later where macrov gets broken out of prison like i, I feel like it's repetitive it has to be just one and done one mission deals with the prison one breakout one prisoner i we'll, well, we'll then, then, you could have, then you could have a crazy like um theme theme going on of uh the two characters that were like that hate each other both have like this they like, are like one and the same type thing you know what yeah I mean? yeah something something like that um I don't know, or, or maybe maybe it's like 
some type of trick. Like Makarov is in the Coney prison on purpose because he knows that maybe he was a couple steps ahead. Price got himself captured on purpose to learn more about Makarov, you know, in the Coney occupied prison. And with the PMC group breaking Price out, Makarov had a plan that in the process of breaking Price out, he would be there or intercept or, or something. I don't swap, know. Swap places. Swap, yeah, I'm, th I'm thinking of some crazy like prison break type cool. of, yeah, some, cool. some type of twist that would make sense of why Makarov would be in a Coney controlled prison. Coney's his group, the ultra nationalists, right? The real Russians. So it, it's just, it's a lot like speculated about that. I'm really excited um, to see what the, the Coney and ultra nationalists are two different groups, but um, yeah. Are, are, are Coney not filled with ultra nationalists believers though like are, are they not yeah 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 well the, they that, are yeah but... that, that's what i mean is it the, the 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 ideology that coney follows um, it falls my yeah northern emoji I, I was thinking like the 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 people in coney follow ultra nationalist beliefs if, if, if that makes sense that, that's kind of that's yeah. what i was leaning towards but yeah i know what you mean there's another group a <laughs> lot, yeah. lot, lot, lot of groups in the in the modern warfare timeline but yeah i'm really i'm just i'm so excited for campaign early access i know last year we, dude, we were on a hell of a grind last year bro we i we were waiting up for the campaign early access to, to start. I know, was, I think it was at like 12 noon on like a random Wednesday, Wh whatever day it was, a week before launch, or was it Friday? Was it a Friday? I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember what day it was last year, but I wanted to do it on PC and the update just didn't roll out on PC when it was supposed to. It, it was delayed a little bit. So I just, oh, I turned on my PlayStation, hopped on early access. The goal is to upload every mission raw, right? And you were beating it alongside <laughs> me on, on, on your uh, on your PC or wherever you're on to get screenshots for the thumbnails and whatnot and for the coverage. This year, we'll see how we do it. We're definitely going to do that again uh, to some extent. Um, you know, we'll, we'll figure out a way to like, you know, have detonated intertwining that with, you know, tweets and articles and stuff covering. It's going to uh, be different. It's going to be really different, be different considering... Yeah, um, we have obviously we have detonated the website, and Twitter, yeah, worry about, but we also have um, open combat missions, which are a lot more open ended, right? Um, right, which are, which is going to be a little bit harder to do, like a uh, or to get that done uh, in an effective amount of time. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. That that that's definitely something to, to, to think about with uh, <laughs> with the new campaign, but still definitely still going to take advantage of the fact that. We get a week to play it before we have to worry about multiplayer, zombies, whatever else is going on. Um, I, I'm, I'm really excited about covering campaign again. I, I really enjoy going through the achievements, going through Easter eggs. You know, all the coverage will be will be here on the channel chat, so don't miss out on that. And of course, detonated. Um, I, I want to bring this up though because I'm thinking about how hectic the schedule is about to be. So obviously, got you flying in on Wednesday uh, of of, of mm -hmm. next week. You'll be here to at least film two podcasts. There'll be two Fridays that you're here, you know, in-house. But you know how hectic November's about to be? Because, well, actually, even, Octo October. Even, even October, because I'll be at COD Next from, what is it, the 3rd through the 6th? The 6th is a Friday when I fly back home. That's the start of the beta for PlayStation. Most likely not going to pod that day because I get back at, like, you know, 2 p.m. And then there'll be beta stuff to cover. The week after that, actually, actually... It might be the haunting, most likely. We'll see because the, I think the beta starts the following Thursday, so there could be an opportunity to still do a podcast that Friday if the haunting's not going on. Actually, no, the haunting won't be going on. The haunting will be a week after, technically. So yeah, there actually should be a there should be a podcast the Friday that weekend two is happening for the beta, not weekend one. The week after that, though, it could be the haunting. So there might not be a pod that Friday if the haunting starts, and then 
November 3rd campaign early access. That's a Friday, right? If I'm not, let me get my calendar up. Is that a Friday? Uh, it is a Friday. <sighs> so there definitely won't be a pod that they will be busy with campaign coverage. Then a week from that is full launch. So that, that, that might throw the pod schedule off a little bit, chat, which is fine. There, there's a reason for that. There will still be something happening coverage-wise. Um, so j just to kind of throw that out there for those for those curious about the schedule. But then after that, everything will be, will pre will be pretty smoothed out. You know, every Friday should be back on, a, uh, uh, you know, our bombshell, our bombshell schedule as usual. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's a lot happening, dude, um, especially with Dicon <laughs> Next and then, and then the beta right after that. There's so much to look forward to. I'm really excited about it. But um, kind of segueing into Mono for Two Season Six now. Um, obviously posted my news roundup, and you did a beautiful job with the uh, with the with the concept art uh, uh, roadmap that you went ahead and made. Um, I can't believe that we're, we're nearing our final season for Mono for Two already. It's crazy to think about, but there is still a good amount of content to look forward to. I mean, I know Infinity were confirmed a few months ago that the last few multiplayer maps as a part of. MW2 will be focused heavily around the competitive aspect, competitive philosophy, competitive design. So any expectations for our final MP maps? Do you think there'll be any remasters this time around? Like we got with season four and five with, you know, Showdown and Strike, oh. or do you think they'll just stick to like a couple more originals to close out MW2 and then no remasters because we're about to get 16 of those mono for three. How, how are you feeling about yeah, season six right I mean, now? Um, I don't know. I really have no idea. Maps are always a wild card for like what they decide to add. Like how... Like how season uh, five had uh, had showdown, I think it was oh, yeah. called. Oh yeah. Or, oh no. Well, what was it? Uh, so season five was show. Oh, was strike. I'm sorry. Season four was showdown. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 Um, Both from COD four I, as well. Yeah, I never really knew those maps anyway, and I don't think strike is that good of a map. Fair. Um, so. Yeah, um, I, 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 I want them to add Freefall. I think Freefall would be really cool if they did that. Um, but they're not going to do that, I do not think. So, um, oh my god, from COD Ghost. I mean, I'm just surprised there was maps in COD Ghost I really liked, and I'm just shocked that maybe, maybe Infinity Wars quote unquote embarrassed of them, or they figured, hey, Ghost wasn't a well received game, let's just avoid that MP like the plague. I think there's some great maps in COD Ghost. People want it. people want what Warsaw was that map? Warhawk, Warhawk, dude, that's a Warhawk. great map. That's a great map. I mean, there's Warhawk I mean, is really good. That I, map didn't get remastered. When I'm pretty sure it got remastered in Infinite Warfare, didn't it? Oh, Infinite Warfare, I have, no, I have no recollection of that in multiplayer. I, I didn't play that. I was busy on BO3 year two and Modern Warfare Remastered <laughs> 2016. I I did, it might have been. I, I know for sure Russ was in Infinite Warfare and some other some other remasters were in that game. I just, I never, I never it played It was. Game. It was called Infinite Warfare Heartland. Oh, I, I just, I didn't play. Let's uh, see. I didn't play that, that many maps in Infinite Warfare. I played yeah, the launch window. Was. I remember Infinite Warfare, I played, I played during launch window, got a nuke, and then I was like, man, BO3 is calling my name right now, as well as Modern Warfare Remastered. So I just didn't, there wasn't enough time in a day to play all three games. There was so much content. There was three games being actively updated in 2016, early 2017. It was freaking wild, dude. And then, and then yeah, then that summer, 2017 was Chronicles. There was just, dude, there was too much happening that year. There was way too much happening that year. Um, but that was, yeah, it's one of a few MPs I just didn't play religiously. Because of, because of too much going on, but uh, yeah, no, I, I want to see some more ghost maps. I, I I'm that rare guy that you'll find chat that really loved COD Ghost. I love that game's multiplayer, the field orders, the map design, the 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 you know uh, some of the crossovers they did, um, the weapon system. I really liked Ghost a lot, and I loved Extinction too. Like I I really enjoyed that game, dude. Um, so I would not mind if they brought some maps back from uh, from COD Ghost at some point, maybe eventually. 
Maybe yeah, I think Warhog would be it would be insane in MW3. Oh, Same yeah. with like Octane. I mean, I'd really like Octane. I, I already could picture better longside opportunities on on on, on uh, Warhawk. Like I like I get why Sioux House is a good map for long shots. If you get the right lobby, people that are peaking, and if you're playing hardcore and you're on that wall, I get it. But I feel like Warhawk's a great map for long shots. A lot of good opportunities for that for camel grinding and whatnot. So. I, I just came to mind real quick, but yeah, you know, we'll see what maps we get to close out MW2 cycle. Hopefully no remasters. We just don't, we don't need any more, any more remasters. We're about to get 16 on November 10th. So yeah, bring, for some, bring some cool, bring some cool maps. Like, like DRC zone one. Like that's really cool. Like I think, I, I think a coach that. complex themed map would be awesome too. Oh dude. Um, yeah. With some NVG. Like yeah. honestly, make another NVG Koshai Complex MP map. Like, what's the problem with that? You know, why yeah, don't we have any cool. NVG gunfight maps? You know, you know the Koshai Complex maze. How is that not a gunfight map? That be you know how it's laid out a certain way where there's like technically three lanes in a way. You have plenty <laughs> of space to a gunfight map there at least, right? I could definitely think of that. Um, That'd yeah. be funny. There's also there's also that prison from I think it's called is it called Prison Break that campaign mission that yeah. that hasn't been used at all, has it? I mean, that's a great opportunity for for yep. uh, multiplayer or something. I'm, I'm or even do a freaking ground war map there, honestly. Dude, there's, there's a lot yeah, of, uh, I don't think they would do that. Though. I don't think yeah, it's too late in the cycle for that. But I, I season six is gonna, is gonna be cool, man. I, th here's the thing about season six, it's that it's the final season, right? Yeah, they want to go on a bang, but there is so much happening in between to where we might not get that much quote-unquote original content you have the haunting so there's gonna be a bunch of halloween festivities around you know mid-season ish we're not we're, not, we're probably not even gonna get a season six reloaded they're gonna pull a cold war or a mono warfare 19 where the reloaded for season six doesn't even get cold reloaded haunting. it's just the haunting right exactly so that already is huge on its own which kind of takes away from like any other quote-unquote original stuff fine I, it makes sense and then you also have the beta for MW3 and Elder, and, and, and you know, there's just a lot of stuff happening that it, 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 it's, it's gonna make it feel like season six isn't like that big, but I, I still think it'll go out on a bang. It'll have some good content. Um, and then weapon I can't believe, oh, go ahead. I can't believe they confirmed season six and uh, the, the season five reloaded blog. Or they they literally name dropped it. They said season 06 to be announced. Like right. I don't think they've ever even said that. They no, they've I, never even said I that. Think, I almost think they had to because you know early in the year it's so funny because the year started off you know especially looking back at COD Next last year it kicked off with oh my god leakers are saying and Bloomberg is saying that MW2 is a two year game so that was the expectation from the start we're getting twelve seasons then it changed I think very quickly during well it was definitely before New Year's when Infinity Ward had an intel drop about whatever it was about the raids I think it was probably close to season one reloaded in December yeah they said mm -hmm. we're gonna have a post on story told across five seasons across five raid episodes. Right when they said that, I'm like, oh my God, they're pulling a Vanguard or it's a five season game. So then we were making jokes on the podcast like, dude, everyone keeps saying it's a 12 season game. It's not even going to be a six season game. It's a five season game, right? So we were talking, <laughs> we were talking about that. So the, the whole cycle of MW2 has been weird because of the flip flopping with, you know, how many seasons it'll have. I think I'm, I'm able to say when I was at Infinity Ward, um, and, and this should be fine to say because a lot of people ask this question. At Infinity Ward, we, there was definitely a, there was a QA that happened after we played Vondel. And uh, we were all asking, hey, how many seasons is this game getting? And I remember the answer that we got was, you know, we can't answer that, but things are constantly changing. That's all we can say. Things are constantly changing. So I, when I heard that, I think what that meant is at one point, yeah, six seasons like usual. Oh, no, no, no. Vanguard only had five because the game performed or underperformed. So maybe let's consider doing five for MW2 and then maybe start to model for three stuff early. Then the plan changed to, oh my God, two years of support. Maybe. And then that changed again to uh, scrap that six seasons. Fuck it. It, it. I'm sure plans changed a lot behind the scenes. That's probably what well, was meant by that. 
if I had to guess. Well, now we know for sure that, you know, season six is real. So, yeah, um, yeah, you know, for sure. For sure. I mean, I think that's I, just, I think this is everything. I think everything is constantly changing in Call of Duty. So absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, there's, there's, there's no doubt in my mind things are constantly changing. So I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm completely, uh, completely aware that even if the press or if a leaker, whoever it is, says this is what's happening, this is what's releasing, this is the content, in a matter of days before the launch of that, all of it could be scrapped. All of it could be changed. Never forget, Supply Drops of Modern Warfare 19 got removed a week before launch. Never forget that. I, that, that that's crazy. Uh, I have an interesting question for you. Yeah. So we've seen, obviously, Vanguard didn't get uh, year two support, but Cold War and Mono for 2019 did get updates outside of its first year cycle. Right. Uh, whether whether it be a map, weapon, etc. Um, do you think MW2 is going to get new maps and weapons in, year, <laughs> in, in, its, in its second year? I, I don't think so. Dude, I really don't it, think so. I, I can't. See, the reason I can't see them doing that is because of the carry forward option. What, yeah. The fact that there's no... It's, like it's pointless. It's pointless. It, it is. There's no carry backwards option at all. There's, there is no ability to take any Modern Warfare 3 content and use it in Modern Warfare 2. What there is yeah. an option to do is take your Modern Warfare 2 content and use it in Modern Warfare 3. With that, I find it extremely hard to believe or think of a scenario where they're like, oh, you know, we're just going to randomly drop content in Modern Warfare 2 I cannot see that, especially with how different Modern Warfare 3 multiplayer is with the, the movement and the gameplay features, the design philosophy. I, I, I almost can't see a reason why they'd want you to go back and play that game. Even though you could say, oh, well, DK, Cold War plays differently and offers different gameplay mechanics than Modern Warfare 2. Why was that game getting support? Or, or comparing Cold War to Vanguard, two different games, why would you think? Well, let's, let's think of this, right? during the Cold War cycle and the Vanguard cycle, never forget about the synced leveling system, right? When, when, when MW19's life cycle ended, they ended the officer ranks. They ended the leveling from that game and they synced it with, with Cold War. Remember that? And then when Cold yeah. War cycle came to an end, they said, okay, uh, you can still keep leveling through Vanguard in this game too because of Warzone. But then when Vanguard cycle ended, they they said okay we're gonna leave you off at a cap I believe I think it's it's I think it's level two thousand five hundred that you can achieve in either I think it's all MW nineteen colder and Vanguard because of Warzone one you can have a, a sync leveling and a cap at that and that's it but Modern Warfare two forward a new system I believe that's what they did they kind of left a cap at the end of Vanguard cycle that you can progress through with MW nineteen colder and Vanguard and Warzone one I believe that's what they did um so hmm. because of that. I think with there being a quote-unquote reason to still play those games because of that leveling, that's why those games still got updates. They, were, they still had a healthy player base. They were like, fuck it, why not, right? Whereas now we have this new leveling system with, uh, with, with MW2 and Warzone, but there's a cash this time. I think with them already having confirmed a new, ground, a new grind from, from 0 to 55 in Modern Warfare 3, unless Modern Warfare 2 is synced with that, then I think Modern Warfare 2 is being left behind after uh, after MW, MW3 comes out. I know they already confirmed that if you want to, you can level up your MW2 guns in both games still, even after MW3 comes out. But mm -hmm. I just don't see them having a reason to be like, here's maps and, and new weapons and new modes. I, I I don't see it. I really don't see it. Yeah. I, 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 I just, yeah. MW3 will be, be the definitive Modern Warfare experience uh, going forward. I, I, don't, I don't see them returning to that. Um, I know even, there was even questions on the Q&A 
that we had with the studio a little while back. People were asking, oh, what about Modern Warfare 19? Will they ever, you know, port any content from that game into MW3? I'd never see that happening either. And they couldn't even answer that question. They're like, yeah, we're not looking at that right now. I, I can't see them revisiting older games anymore. Um, I think well, I think we're on that new system, like I said, where you get one game that comes out and then a sequel a year later that has the carry forward feature. But then never again will we see year twos for uh, for older games. Like I think it's going to be... I, I think... I think right now, especially with the start of MW2, people really didn't know what COD 2.0 meant. Mm -hmm. But now that we're starting to see like um, MW3 come out and Warzone Mobile be, being integrated with it, like now we're really starting to see what COD 2.0 is. Oh, Using yeah. all of your operators, all of your guns, all of your attachments on any game. Um, yeah. Which is uh, blueprint skins, bundles, whatever, whatever the case may be. Using all of that in in every call of duty is like it, right. that's college 2.0 that's what everyone's always wanted absolutely um, absolutely and i think it's it's interesting to see that um or it's going to be interesting to see what what warzone looks like in in like two three years um hopefully they don't uh you know make another hopefully they don't make warzone 3.0 and then call it warzone a few months after but ah, uh, i can't, I can't really see cool. that. it would be really cool to have like all the MW2 skins, MW3 bundles, um, Black Ops 6 and Black Ops 7 bundles, all be able to be used in Warzone. Um, what, I think that would be really sick. Right. Because I'm also thinking, you know, long term for Warzone specifically, will the game ever get too congested? Will they ever get to a point where they're like, hey, we're just not going to let you use this content in Warzone anymore? They could, they could always say that. There is they, no obligation for them. They could, yeah. Like, like honestly. Well, it's, it's in legal writing now. It's in legal yeah. writing now. They, can, they yeah. can remove, update, or replace anything in the game. I actually think that was always in legal writing, even in Warzone 1. I actually think that was always. I don't think it was. No. Nope. You don't think it was? I, I, I think it, it always it was. was. It, just, it just wasn't emphasized in blog posts like it is now. That, if it was, right. and I, I tell, I'll tell you why you're wrong. If it was, the Rose skin would have been changed immediately. Um, but it wasn't because they couldn't really do it. So, but I, they, well, but they did, the but they did change it. They did change the rose skin, though, didn't they? Like it took a while, but they did do it. Unless you're saying I, I they had to. I, I don't think they did. Like the, the change the skin, like cosmetically, I don't think they ever did that. Okay, well, and, and it, if that's the case, then yeah, that's crazy. That now, I mean, and it's not crazy. It makes sense that now they're like, hey, we need to we need to have our ass covered when <laughs> when we want to make changes like that. Okay, I mean that's that's fair. I I, I get it from from a business standpoint. Um, yeah, I think I think what they did, they like. People are saying it's a lighting like, change in chat. A lighting change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm looking at it here, but the skin cosmetically like wasn't changed. They just they just updated like lighting with it, so you could see it a little bit. They updated like whatever it was. But, Got it. Got it. But for example, we saw with the Hundred Thieves or the LA Thieves uh, CDL skin this year, completely blacked out. Everyone bought that thing. It was the number one of Steam charts because it was yeah. completely. There was like one color on it. Um, a week later, they added like the red stripes onto it, so you could see it a bit. Yeah, more. yeah, um, yeah. But what? See, but what about Black Noir? Isn't he at a bigger advantage because? His skin is is has not been modified, I don't think, and doesn't have any voice lines. Isn't that a bigger advantage than Rose ever was, or the CDL Hundred Thieves? I mean, or is that? I, I don't know. I, I mean, sure, I, sure, it probably is, but um, yeah. that with with the crossover stuff, they probably they couldn't they can't do anything to change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, which makes sense. That I think that that makes complete sense. But let's see, is there like a before and after of this Rose skin? Oh yeah, it seems I'm, like it's somewhere on Google for sure. It's it's somewhere. It's definitely somewhere up there. Um, 
Okay, so I, they, by the way, it looks to me is that they kind of, wait, is this even, I don't even know. Raven promises to change controversial Warzone Rose skin. I know for sure it got but changed. It still looks the same. I think it's the lighting of like the visibility when you're in dark rooms and stuff. I think that's what they changed. Some, something to do with that, but. Uh, whatever, whatever case may be. Um, yeah, they can just shit now. So I, yeah, um, if a gun, if a gun's broken, or what happens if they just remove like every single MW2 gun? Well, <laughs> I, I'm sure, that, I'm but. sure something, something was legalized or something was 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 written somewhere that says, yeah, Warzone's a live service game. We can shut it down anytime. Even if you bought bundles while playing Warzone, those are from specific Call of Duty titles, which you can still use the content in. You just can't use it in Warzone anymore. They definitely got that ironed out because, again, Warzone actually shuts down in a couple days from now. Warzone 1 shuts down September 21st. I'll, or I think that's yeah, next Thursday, right? I'll be live with the ending of Warzone 1. I'll, I'll re-download it to play it one more time. Um, it's only Warzone Caldera that you can play, but it's shutting down on Thursday. Um, if you bought any bundles while playing Warzone 1, you can still use them in their respective games they came from, whether it's Modern Warfare 19, Cold or Vanguard. You just can't use them in Warzone anymore. That's something that I question for the future, right? Because let's say we get to Black Ops 2025 or Modern Warfare 4 2026, whatever the games are. You're really able to use all your bundles and all your cosmetics from every COD since 2022 inside of Warzone 2 or there, or there, or there be a cutoff. At some point, the way I see it, the way I think they should do it, which I think maybe it's, maybe it's too controversial, have specific BR maps or resurgence maps that let you use certain games cosmetics instead of having all the games cosmetics and weapons on every map. Maybe because well, they tried that with Vanguard Caldera. I was say, they tried that and it didn't work. But but I don't know, man. Like how else would you do it? Just have a cutoff point, or just say fuck it, let everybody use everything in, in every single map. I it, it's it's honestly it's a good debate to have at some point. I wonder yeah, or you just or you just remove you just completely remove uh a certain game's guns from I, being being able to use in any game mode yeah i i but i could you see them use those guns in like mw2 right or whatever right. Right. Or, or or even maybe warzone mobile because I, we still don't know the release date of warzone True. mobile yet again it's rumored for november i hope it's not the same day as Modern Warfare three dude i really hope it's not i hope it has its own dedicated release window so i could just go hard i want to go hard on that um, and, and it'll be really easy to integrate that in the content that's already being produced on the channel and detonated because it's all integrated with, you know, Modern Warfare 3 and, and whatnot. Um, really curious to see what they do with that. But, uh, you know, hopefully every vaulted Warzone map makes its way onto mobile at some point. For those that miss, you know, Rebirth, Caldera, Fortune's Keep, we see them all on mobile at some point. We know we'll see Rebirth soon. That's already leaked out. But remember when they did a three-year anniversary event for Warzone a little while back? And there wasn't any challenges tied to it. But if you logged in on certain calendar days, you'd get free rewards, such as that Memory Maker Blueprint. You remember that? It was, yeah. what was that, season two? Well, well, I forgot. It was in March, right? It was some, I think maybe season two where they did that. So... We're apparently going to get a 20th anniversary Call of Duty event. It's unclear if it's challenges. It's unclear if it's just, hey, log in on certain days to get these rewards. The rewards apparently include an OG Captain Price 2005 skin. Yes, from the original COD 1 and 2. The rewards also include um, an animated Black Ops emblem, some calling cards, MW209 loading screen. I know data miners also found a new gun screen. Uh, with the OG announcer voice lines from MW2009. I'm not sure if that's tied to it, if that's a separate bundle at some point. A lot of things were found, and I'm really excited to see how they do this. Obviously, the original Call of Duty, I believe, released October 29, 2005. That's likely not when this event takes place. I'm going to guess this is a Season 6 
opener type of event. But it's been speculated that it yeah. could be a season five reloaded, like an end of season five type of event, because it's not really a challenge event. It's just like apparently log in, get rewards. Yeah. So it is possible to be a, a closer to season five. But it's honestly, I, I, no one's thought about this yet. It's probably the daily login reward for season six. Right. Because daily login rewards didn't even exist when they did the Warzone three anniversary shit. They just said, hey, log in and you'll get well, this. Well, think about it like this. We had the first one at the end of season uh, four, right? with the, the M4 blueprint. And then for the hip hop event, yeah. we had, in season five, we had the war tracks and then the blueprint. This makes yeah. perfect sense to, for, to be like daily login rewards. To, clo to close season five, you're saying, or to open season six? To open season six. To open, yeah, I'm down. For season six. Yeah, and if it's not that, if it's not daily login rewards, and if it's just like, oh, uh, you gotta do certain challenges, which I wouldn't mind, like, play, like while playing as Captain Price, get five bloodthirsties or some shit to get the OG skin. <laughs> if it's that, I also understand that because I don't think, I mean, maybe, maybe it's going to be this day login rewards and then a separate challenge event to open season six for whatever other cosmetics. Cause then we know the mid season of season six for sure is the haunting and those will be separate challenges and shit. So a lot of, a lot of, uh, unlocks and cosmetics to look forward to. Um, oh, yeah. a lot of things to look like, forward like, to there. Like, like we said before, I mean, MW2, I mean, say what you want about MW2, gotten the most free cosmetics, universal camos events, and grindable rewards out of any other like, oh, yeah. Call of Duty, including any. like supply drop stuff, because you can like you can like buy the supply drops. So I don't that's, know, kind that's of, like, wild. But, that's wild. But like from like across DMZ faction missions, um, seasonal seasonal mastery camel challenges, um, and then on top of the in-game events outside of the camel challenges, like right. there's a shit ton of stuff to grind and to, to earn for free. So yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think people, which hopefully they continue that MW3. I really hope. I, I, I do really too. Hope. No, I hope to do that too. I really hope to do that too. I, I'm just surprised though, right? And, and again, people are going to take this the wrong way. I already know people are going to take it the wrong way. It's funny when I say this. You know the classic pack coming out? There's a classic bundle coming out. Um, I think it's actually next week before season five ends. There's a classic bundle coming out that features two blueprints that make them look like COD 1, COD 2 skins. You know what I'm talking about? It's like that, it's that weird yeah. bundle coming out. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is when the OG Captain Price skin leaked out, we're like, oh, that'll be a part of the uh, the classic pack. It makes perfect sense, right? And mm -hmm. then images leaked out of the classic pack and the price skin wasn't there. And I'm like, oh, I mean, maybe it's just a placeholder. Or it's a mistake or the bundle's, the the bundle's, bundle's not bundle's finished. Not yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And then these leakers the other day on Twitter were like, oh, by the way, there's a 20th anniversary event coming, which we had nobody had any idea about this. Until these mm -hmm. people tweeted out. So I'm like, oh, the skin's actually free. Which I give the studio props for this, right? Or Activision, because you already know that price skin would sell. So I am beyond shocked that it could potentially be free <laughs> with, with the season six uh, anniversary event. That's shocking that they're not going to charge for it. Um, but hey, subject to change. Maybe there is a separate bundle for the Captain Price skin. Maybe there's a, yeah, maybe, true. maybe there's like a throwback bundle coming out that features multiple 141 skins. Like there's like a classic soap price and everybody, who knows? Like maybe that is a bundle, but right now it's being leaked out to to, to be a, a, a event reward or something. Um, that's that, that's really interesting. That's really interesting. Um, looking forward to that nonetheless, though. Seeing seeing how they do that event. Maybe it's a season five closer, season six opener. Um, yeah, we 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 will, we will wait and see how those are released. Speaking of cosmetics, though, we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Thoughts on the uh, Cosmic Traveler bundle, the Dark Matter pack that came out. It's a pro pack for twenty real dollars, <sighs> reimburses you with with. 2400 cod points like every other pro pack but features two blueprints that have an animated dark matter skin uh it's not a camo that you can put on any other weapon but it's for the i believe it's the tempest the tempest and the uh cronin squall no is it the wait 
Tempest and one other weapon. I can't remember the other one. But thoughts on uh, on Dark Matter being a pro pack now inside of Mono for 2. Any thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I probably would have got that bundle if the if they had Tracers and Death Effects, but they did not. So, you know, I'm rocking the 21 Savage Tempest Razorback. But, um, yeah. yeah, you know, I think it's, you know, it, it, that, I, I don't know. The, the pro packs are always weird for me because they're like $30. So, oh, it's Sacken. It's a Sacken skin. A Sacken. Um, I don't know how the hell I forget that. Yeah, it's a Sacken. No doubt. Definitely. Um, you said you would have copped it if it had tracers. I'm surprised they didn't have tracers, honestly. Have, have pro packs have yeah. tracers before? Have there been pro packs with tracers? I, I really can't remember. I couldn't tell you. I honestly don't know. I, I Maybe someone in chat can answer this if you're watching this live. Thank you, Deathlon, for that super chat as well. Uh, Kuiper shot on X, changed the colors in Mono for three MP maps. Change the colors? Who? I, I gotta check that out. Maybe on Discord, you, you DM me that. Um, really interesting stuff. Really interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, over, overall, yeah, I'm really interested in, uh, in in the cosmetic side of things, right, for season six, going into, you know, the Halloween skins. I know, you know, there's obviously leaked footage of the pumpkin head, the raven, the zombie looking skins. Those are very likely behind bundles. But is there a chance you can unlock any of those for free in like a, in a haunting themed challenge event along with that, that free universal camo or something? That is interesting to think about, too. I'm really curious to see how, how like, it's handled. I would like, I would like some uh, universal tracer events. I think that'd be cool. That's also a system, right? I know somebody in chat said it earlier. What happened to the ability or what happened to the leaked ability that didn't really release for everybody, only certain people, where you can preview yeah. uh, blueprints in the item shop. You could take the blueprints no you didn't buy to the firing range, right? You know, there's footage of that working for some people. And other people never got the feature. Is that scrapped? Is I wonder where that went. And then also Universal Tracers, which got quietly announced in season three, I believe it was, in some patch notes. Because I feel like no, nobody really knows about this all that much. When you buy Tracer bundles, you can apply. And it doesn't work for all bundles, but most of them. You can apply the Tracers that come with that bundle on other weapons that share the same ammo type. It's not something that got really talked about that much, but it exists for a lot of the bundles in the game. So mm -hmm. I wonder if, you know, if that'll be emphasized more in Mono for 3 or, or whatnot. I'm, I'm really curious. I think, that, I think that's a massive feature that just hasn't been talked about that much. Um, speaking of cosmetics, though, uh, before we wrap up here in a little bit, yeah. what are your thoughts? I, I really want to hear what you think about this because I talked about it with Sniper last episode, and this, this is so funny to me. There is a mastery camo inside of DMZ. I'm not going to recap how to unlock it. I, I, I actually... Um, mm -hmm. somebody's actually clipped this. I actually went through last podcast and I, I, g I gave a rundown of how to unlock it. It was probably a five minute ramble I had to do. And it was very crisp. There was no stuttering, no whatever. I went through the whole process of doing it in like five minutes. Sniper remembers this clearly. Um, I went through that process, made a video about it, wrote an article about it. I'm sure you've seen the process. You know, DMZ quite well. You understand how bartering yeah. works. How do you feel about the serpentine mastery camo inside of DMZ and that and that religious grind to go ahead and unlock that through barring on multiple maps? <laughs> Take it away with, with serpentine. How do you feel? I think like, I mean, here's what I'll say. I think if you're going to have these extremely hard cosmetic grinds and grinds inside of DMZ, um, the what, what you have to do is make the reward extraordinarily worth it um which i know you agree with like for example if we had that if we had that leaked uh mastery camo that people have been using uh the unlock tool 
um, if, if that was in place of the Serpentine camo, you know how many people would be going for that? Like, oh my god, that would, that would bring he- like that would bring Warzone people trying to get that camo. Like that would bring and, right everyone would try to be trying to be get that camo. It would make it even worse than it is now uh, with the camping. Isn't isn't oh, that oh yeah that's a problem but isn't that what happened with the raids a little bit yes because yeah. the raids and I God man I really hope the player count wasn't that low for them I really like the raids I really do um and 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 we'll talk about it next week maybe but maybe the possibility of seeing raids in Mono for three like maybe Infinity Ward could do them or something I, to help expand on the narrative but then again it's like you know we'll, we'll be having you know campaign multiplayer zombies Warzone Warzone Mobile maybe maybe there's not enough resources to go around to do another raid. Uh, a raid season mm-hmm. but uh to, to to edge people to play something because of a universal camo i mean i don't want that to be the case either because again i think the raids are good on their own you shouldn't need rewards like that to to, to encourage people to try something new but maybe that's what had to happen dmz though oh my god if you had a camo like the leaked one as yeah. a mastery reward first of all if you think about it, you know, we've seen different mastery camels before for multiplayer, for zombies, if DMZ had one or, or just Warzone in general, right? It, oh, this would have been crazy. Imagine a mastery camel for Warzone slash DMZ. You have to do certain things in Warzone, maybe nothing crazy, like maybe just get some kills or some long shots. Then the other half of the grind is in DMZ through bartering. I think that would have been fair. And then the reward is one camel you can, that you can unlock, right? Cool. Maybe the, that would have been interesting if they like, tra- you know, as a trade-off, the bartering not being too crazy, but the other half of that grind is something you got to do inside of Warzone because it's all free to play, right? Maybe they could have done that. Um, I just think like if you're like the Serpentine camo, like there's like oh, there's like almost 500 universal camos inside of MW2, um, like yeah. ones that you unlock through camo challenges. I guarantee you, like 75% of them are better than that Serpentine camo. Um, so like. People see this. People see what the camel looks like. And I asked the Twitter. I asked the Twitter when uh, you know we did the um, the guide for it. And I said, I said, do you think it's worth it? And nobody said yes. Nobody, nobody was sitting there on, on Twitter being like, this, all these steps and grind is worth it uh, for this camel. It's because you can go get twenty heads, twenty crouch kills with a pistol and get like a, a sick ass camel, like you know um that's so I sad think, though man i know so that's why i think they have to if they're going to do large extensive grinds like this um if they're gonna do long extensive grinds like this you have to make the rewards so outlandishly different from everything else i mean that's why the raid one did so good because it was an animated camo you can earn for free and it was cool it, you know it was different than anything else that you could earn up until that point Right um, outside of the outside of the mastery camo grind, polyatomic Orion, etc. Um, so yeah, serpentine camo. Um, probably, honestly, that probably comes down to not even like the devs. It's probably just Activision that says you can't have something like too crazy here. Which right, I don't know. I don't know if I really agree with that because, like we said, like the amount of people that would be playing DMZ if the camo was something crazy would be absolutely. Uh, well, like the numbers would be crazy. People, people, well, people yeah, trying to get it. Th- th- that's the thing too with the serpentine camo is it possible they they treat it like Boeing blossoms from season two where an update or two later they actually enhance the camo they make it more animated or more intriguing more worth your while could they update serpentine later absolutely i think the idea first off with serpentine is genius to be like hey 
Let's add in one last final, tough, ridiculously tedious grind for those DMZ players that are still playing to really end the DMZ support for Mono for 2. And obviously, we don't even know what's coming the Season 6 of DMZ, if at all, anything. But mm. I think it's a cool idea to add in one last big bang like that. It's a hard grind. But you gotta do something different with that camo. It's like an oil spill. It's cool. It even blends nice on some of the blueprints, but you'd expect a little bit more for that level of work. Is it just something where they're like, hey, we're at it. We added right. something really hard to unlock so that for the hardcore grinders, they get it. They could say they got it. It's a rare one, but not, but you still want that to be something that you show off that you use a lot. And would you really use that over the other camels in the game? Probably not. So that's the weird I, part about it. Do you know what they should have done? They should have made that serpentine camel exclusion zone from MWR. Um, yeah, even even just reusing like a camel. So yeah, cool. even just reusing it. I don't think anybody would complain would about sense. that. Nobody would complain. Exclusion. It would make sense. It would make sense to uh, for that for that Good, camel yeah. for one. <laughs> Good plan. For one, exclude, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for one, the, the uh, DMZ they're called exclusion zones. The camo is called. Uh, I'm pretty sure the camo is called exclusion zone. Oh, it is in Modern Warfare Remastered. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know you're going into Genius. zones, you get the exclusion zone camo, which is like the mastery DMZ camo, um, and it looks sick. It also matches the the area in which you have the barter for it, um, because there's a lot of like green gas canisters there, and it all blew up. Genius. So like, I, I might make a tweet about that. I say the Serpentine camo should have been exclusion zone. It's a great, it's a great idea, honestly. Write that yeah, down. I need to write that I, I, and that's the thing, right? You know. I don't want to be that guy to be like, oh, DMZ bad and this camel's not worth it. But I would certainly hope to see updates to that camel eventually because for those that do grind it, that camel at least should be animated. And the thing, you, the, the biggest part about that grind that blows my mind is that with all the bartering you have to do across each map, the, the items aren't mission items, meaning that you need a secure bag to grab all those from map to map to map to map. If you die at any point during that grind to a platoon six man or just from disconnecting, you lose all the progress. And on average, it's, it's a four plus hour grind minimum, right? The risk of losing everything, the risk of going to that secret buy station in Almazra under Zaya Observatory that only is accessible when the storm hits it. The possibility of getting killed by campers waiting there for you to bring the items to them. That is heartbreaking. And the biggest part of all, it is not a team unlock. I I'll tell you what, even even with the fact that it's not a team unlock is like okay. You're you're what you're asking is for a team to grind for just one person, and then you have to repeat that four more times. I believe, even with the state of the camel currently, even with the unlock method with bartering, as is right now, if it was at least a team unlock, you would still you would see even me going for it. I would actually go for it. I feel bad mm -hmm. to have to rig a team. I don't care who it is to be like, Hey, let's do all this just for me. I, 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 I can't, I just, I yeah, don't that, have that. that in, I, I feel that bad. Kinda, like, let's uh, think about it. That just kind of goes against like DMZ as a whole, like DMZ is a team mode, right? Um, DMZ isn't a solo mode. DMZ is, you know, it wants you to team up with other players. It wants you to communicate. It wants you to spawn in with other people. And to have these uh, these rewards be focused towards solo is kind of weird, especially given how hard they are and um, and how uneasy it is to obtain most of those items. Um, but yeah, I see I see Harrison in chat. He said, "I love the paper texture." I was only listening earlier, but it's so good. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of I threw this together yesterday um, because I've been I've been all over the place, so I haven't been able to 
um, make something too crazy. But yeah, the the thing at the bottom with the little rip is, is something. It's like a it's like a news feed, you know? Yeah. Um, and but, that that, yeah. that that'll be greatly updated for next episode. What's meant to be in that text. And again, t- today's like a nice proof of concept episode to just get a feel for everything, the new layout. Yeah. You'll see all the topics will be flowing through that little that little news rip at the bottom. Um, it's not perfect today, but it, it'll be heavily uh, enhanced for uh, for next next Friday. But yeah, no, what you were saying about that team unlock that it it does go against right the whole idea of you know team play inside of DMZ, right? It's weird. Yeah. Um. So I yeah, that just blows my mind. Anonymous, thank you for that super chat. Said if DMZ YouTubers like Laserball or Stoda. We're invited to COD next. Do you think this means anything for future of DMZ and its advancement? Are there any I, I, are there any DMZ creators that got invited? I think West did. Westy get an invite? I, I, I swear I heard that he I got. Think an, he I think he did. Right. I, I swear. The, yeah. The thing about that though is that DMZ technically falls under the Warzone umbrella, right? So that that wouldn't necessarily confirm. Oh yeah, DMZ is getting support. I would hope it. I hope it gets support. But you know. If there's a slim chance we get to even hear anything about zombies or, or anything, then think about how zombies are already being marketed as like a DMZ outbreak hybrid. So that's where like I think DMZ YouTubers are coming to play. If they if that's what their focus is, then that's maybe why they would get invited to uh, a next unless they unless they're also variety channels that cover multiplayer wars or whatever. Then there's all there's always a place for them. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure about about the future of uh, of DMZ. I'm hoping hoping for something, but I think it's very unlikely to get support. Um. Very unlikely to get support through MW3 cycle, but if it does, totally down for it. We'll cover everything as, as usual. But yeah, wrapping up the, the serpentine, uh, the serpentine discussion. I, I'm just I, oh, man because I think I think you and I would done it together. I think you and I would have grabbed two guys. Um, or no, actually, we would have grabbed two guys and got two other buddies to make a platoon on purpose every game to like go for that grind. And we, I, I actually think we would have done it. I actually think for, we would have took like a rainy day and said, "Fuck it, let's go do it for everybody." But when it's a C, it's a it's a it's a per person unlock, like the Coastline Complex gun screen, it's a bit of a turnoff to be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. all that work for one person. That's that 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 to me is actually the main issue with it. If it wasn't for that, I'd still be like, oh, the camera doesn't look that great, but we'll still want to do it just for the sake of doing it. But for one person, I I, I think that's I think that's wild. Um, yeah, uh, real quickly, quick thoughts here: AI monitoring voice chat inside of. Uh, Call of Duty now. Quick thoughts on that? Um, yeah, you know, I'm seeing a lot of controversy uh, around that from a lot of people. Um, and, and, you know, I, I really don't know how I feel about it. I feel like the intentions of it uh, are good, but, you know, people are, are kind of paranoid about all the AI stuff right now. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of one of those things where there's a reason why, they, they, I'm sure there's a reason why the company uh, implemented it and felt like they needed to. Um, yeah, but I, I will say like the the current report system is like really not good <laughs> because because you you could you could be silent in lobby and people decide to just report you for no reason. If you get three people to report you, you automatically get uh, chat banned. So maybe hopefully the the uh, the AI would kind of see that you you're wouldn't do false bans like that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so maybe that's a maybe that's a plus to it, where it might uh, not do false bans from people just like trolling or whatever. Right. right. Um, I talk to no one and get chat warnings. I mean, yeah, this, that's what I was just saying. Oh maybe, yeah. Maybe the AI will fight against that and will be like, okay, what has this guy actually said? Oh, he said nothing. Those pe- these people are just like trolling and and just uh, reporting him for no reason. 
I right. Um, I mean, the thing is, I've, I I don't think I've ever used game chat. I mean, I haven't used game chat in years, like on actual console, especially on PC. I never do it. MW two, I've never used it, and I've been, uh, I've received warnings for voice chat, uh, name warnings, even though DK Dynamite, is that offensive in any way to, to any, anybody? Like, I, I just, I don't know that. So yeah, the just master boarding system. Is reported. I, I, I mean, I, I think Sniper brought this up in the last episode. What did he say? I think he said his clan tag was scopes scope. I believe and he said that got, uh, that actually got completely banned from his account. You can't use that clan tag anymore. It completely got removed because of, uh, because <laughs> of inappropriate something. I'm like, dude, what? So really, really weird issues like that hopefully get ironed out but the ai thing i thought it was funny because you had people kind of exposing themselves right everyone's like oh this is bad and blah, 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 blah. And it's like are you saying that you want to say horrible things on god still like i ended the like th that's a whole other discussion we're not gonna get into but it, it's one of those things like uh you should want to make sure that you know everybody feels like they have a safe place to play the game and they're not getting harassed friendly banter and like you know a little bit of trash talk is different from harassment racism all the other stuff two different things you know i think people forget the difference but um hopefully everything works well and here's the thing though i'll, I'll tell you this i'd be paranoid top in voice chat right now because what if i say something like i'm let's say i'm in shipment i'm like god damn it mm -hmm. man fucking guy sniping fuck like <laughs> that, that's it that's just banter it's just you know basic trash talk anybody doesn't play a game mm -hmm. what if ai heard that and was like uh bullying cyber bullet what like, you know what i mean like imagine uh, yeah, something we just don't know yet really we, we just don't know and i wouldn't even take that chance that, that, that's the thing but um that's something i'd be nervous about is like something that's not even a toward somebody else that you're saying to yourself like oh well, what if you say like what if you and i are in the game you're like dude well, i'm carrying your the fucking team dude you suck man what's wrong with you like you're, <laughs> you know what i mean is that bullying to me like we're friends it's not you know so th th that that's the thing that's the thing i i, I <laughs> that's uh that's the thing I, i'd worried about with that but whatever um, one last little minor topic that I want to close off with that kind of sets up next week's episode. We'll talk about this way more next week. Before we do that, let's submit some funny comments with who are these people. Go ahead and enjoy the brand new intro that also got made for this week. Who are these people? All right. So we actually got quite a few good comments here. Obviously, my window capture is not exactly set up for this episode, but it, it will be for future episodes to come. That is a nice little revamp of uh, the Who Are These People intro. Uh, we have another pointless video upload. Thank you once again. And this was probably on like my video a few days ago about like the, the anniversary awards. Like pointless? I mean, this is new information, man. It just came out. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is, a, this is a great one. So this is on, I believe my, well, was it my last video? It might've been my last video. That, that, that video is funny because the gameplay in the background was recorded when I was sick. I was streaming the launch of, uh, I think it was Fort last week, and I woke up with a cold that day. I just didn't feel good. I don't know what it was. Um, I'm better now, but I felt, I just, uh, body, a little couple body aches, and I'm like, oh, I just fell out of it, but still sweating my balls off. And, you know, my office turns into a sauna. Th this room doesn't get hot at all for the podcast. The other room, <laughs> the, the actual office gets freaking... That's good. Yeah, that's a good thing, right? Because the podcast, you don't want to be dripping sweat trying to talk for two hours. But um, the, the, my other office, I got to improve the uh, air ventilation in there. It turns into a sauna. Maybe I sweat out the sickness because of that stream or something. But anyway, the gameplay I recorded while streaming that day, it was like 150 kills on shipment by accident. I don't know how I even dropped that many kills. Um... One of the comments on the video says, wow, what happened there, buddy? That aimbot acted in the wrong time. Love that expression on your face. Tough. And I'm like, I'm going to send you the clip. After we finish this right now, I'm going to send you the clip, and you'll actually think it's sus as fuck. It's, that's how funny it is, because I'm, like, locking onto people, and some enemy runs across 
my screen and my gun like locks onto them. But that's aim assist from a controller. That's aim assist. You know what I mean? Like it's just funny. So people look at it in the wrong way. Bros um, on the rollers. Bros on the roll. Yeah. The only person who's positive about COD. Somebody replied, there's positive and then there's acting like they do nothing wrong and every move they make is perfect. Somebody replied, one is Jeb and one is DK Dynamite. I'm, huh? Okay, try to break this down. There's positive and then there's acting like they do nothing wrong and every move they make is perfect. One is Jeb and one is DK. So I'm assuming I'm the bad one in that case, right? I'm, I'm, they do nothing wrong and every move they make is perfect. What? Hmm. I mean... I'm trying to figure well, that one out. I, I, like, we've been, I, even today, we've been pretty critical about like certain rewards and and stuff. So um, yeah, free trial, two point five hours. You know what? That's a great. That, that, that's like that's a great decision. I think they should do more of that. Restrict yeah. people more. It's like nope. Yeah, like, ser serpentine <laughs> camo. That's not worth it in the slightest. Like yeah. Well, what? See, the thing about what I don't understand about about comments like that is that first off, the the podcast for sure is a place to be critical and to provide constructive criticism to talk about these things. I don't want to ramble much in my videos In the videos. I'm like, let's talk about the news. Let's talk about what's going on. Here's how to unlock this, blah, 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 blah. That's not really a room to be like, let me add in five minutes of just me talking shit and being like, Hey, you know, even if it's positive, right? Because the thing is there's a way to be critical while still being respectful. And that's what I always try to do. And we say that for the podcast videos. I just try to like get to the point. Let's just talk about blah, blah, blah. blah and you know, boom, you know, that's the point. What these people are asking for is for you to, if you're critical about something, be disrespectful, be toxic, be nasty. That means that you feel so passionately about what you're saying. That's not true. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's not true, but whatever. Thanks for the timestamps. Now I don't have to watch. So I know you don't really know nothing. This was on what video was it? <laughs> oh, this was on my video. We'll talk about this next week. Cause we, we we've been on for, for two hours now. Uh, yeah. the Verdance Canon, the Verdance nuke event being Canon, um, I'm like, the timestamps are very clearly all about that. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the, what that comment meant. Finally, a darker and horror looking zombies. Unlike Cold War, which is all colorful and shit. How do you feel about this one? You like, <laughs> how do you feel about that? <laughs> Cause I know you love Cold War um, zombies. Um, is, is it all colorful and shit? I mean, I'm actually, BO3 is very colorful and vibrant. So I, I don't know. I don't know if, if don't yeah. Know and I mean, also, also we've seen unscreenshot. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once, well, literally one screenshot. Uh, and even even like cold like cold war is, cold war has a strong color palette, but I wouldn't say it's like. It's um, not, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like what he said. It's just. Well, about well, Toten? Do you want to just be pitch black outside? It's at night. Do you want just no lights, no colors? Like what? Yeah, like I, I don't. Like, <laughs> like, what do you what do you like, want? Cold war, cold war is something really good. Where especially on maps like D Machine, where you can take an incredibly mundane area. And just make it look like really cool. Uh, for the use of dark ether, graffiti, um, the perk machines. You know, I think it's a right, right, right. It's a really cool thing Cold War did, and especially with maps like Forsaken and Mauer of Toten, like having uh, the like the dark ether crystals and stuff, um, giving it color and flavor, um, which still it still has that horror vibe. So I don't. Yeah, no, I. I... Uh, Especially D Machine. D Machine has like an incredibly good horror vibe. Oh, absolutely. Don't pre order. You can get beta access for free. They did that for MW2. I don't know why these YouTubers are trying to get y'all to pre order. I'm like, wh wh where, do, where do I benefit from trying to get people to pre order? <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't get Yay! anything from that. Hey, I, I don't know. Um, I actually, I, I'm not allowed to say that you can get free beta access because apparently it's frauds and scams. So don't forget that. I'm not allowed to tell you that. Um, buy the $0 boycott edition. 
where you don't get chat moderated by AI or fed to the demonware algorithm. <laughs> okay. Um, there you have it. Also, DK, you're one of the people that was promoting MW2 as a two-year game. Do we believe anything you say now? See where I'm going with this. You ain't trustworthy. You are being paid by them to say things. Shame on you. Um, this is like a classic example of like I'm reporting on everything going on. And in the news about a year ago, all the leakers and even Bloomberg, Jason Schreier, the journalist from Bloomberg, a gaming journalist, were saying that MW2 is a two-year game. So I reported on it. I even was skeptical about it. From the start, I even said, hey, at COD Next, they said nothing about two-year support for MW2. So me reporting on that doesn't mean that, that, like, the thing is, I don't know how in 2023, people still have a hard time differentiating somebody reporting on something versus claiming something. Like, I, I've never claimed anything. I'm not a leaker, an insider, any of that. I just cover the game that I enjoy. I talk about it, but that's hard, people. Last one here. Uh, let's see what we got. You kind of sound like Lego Unlocked. Somebody replied, or does Lego sound like DK? Which one is it? That's, do, do, do Lego, <laughs> and, and then there's like a whole like list of replies after this going back and forth. And I'm like, who, uh, do, do, does anybody really think that? Do I sound, does Lego and I sound alike? Really? I feel like we don't. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really hear it or see it, but uh, yeah. There, 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 there's, uh, there's our comments for this week. Um, to close off this episode and to kind of set up our next one, um, there's a rumor going around that uh, obviously it's too soon to tell, but there's a rumor going around that apparently COD 2025 is in the same vein as Modern Warfare 3, where the launch mm -hmm. content for that game will be all BO2 MP maps remastered, which would make sense considering, hey, 2025 that game took place in, and the year 2025 they remaster all of it. You get carry forward from Black Ops 2024. That's the rumor going around that. We'll kind of elaborate more next week, but how would you feel if, if they do that? Do you think that makes sense? Do you think that that's the only way we get remastered multiplayer moving forward is like at launch of certain CODs, like maybe every other game we get that. How, how, how do you feel about that one? Uh, I mean, I, I would I would like it if that were the case, you know, um, because obviously two years of Black Ops content back to back, who's complaining about that? Two, oh, yeah. um, two, camp two Black Ops campaigns, potentially two zombies, um, you know, all at the helm of Treyarch, which is my personal favorite uh, developer, so um obviously it's way too early to tell uh with way these sort too of things. early but may but maybe it's not maybe maybe um you know it maybe it has been the plan for a while and uh it is gonna happen um which i would like to see it happen i think it would be really 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 good uh, i would oh, yeah. not be complaining so oh, def definitely would be complaining and then also it's poetic right you know the year 2025 like i said that, that'd be exactly. a perfect time. It's past too. Like, it, it I, has to. It's so I, perfect. I think that the two multiplayers that would warrant remasters the most is definitely MW209 and Black Ops 2. So to see to see them both get that treatment, I, I, I'd, I'd understand it completely. Plus, see, too, soon to, too soon to tell. What if Microsoft takes over and just scraps all these true. plans that are apparently in, in, in play right I now? Wonder, I wonder what the, the titles of those games look like, though. Yeah, because I feel like yeah. I feel like if you do a Black Ops game that releases in 2025, you you can't name it anything outside of the realm of something to do with Black Ops 2. You know, what um, do we just call it? Black Ops 2025. Honestly, if the whole end, if the whole that would be if the because dude, oh, we'll talk about this next. I don't want to get too deep into this because this is such a good discussion about David Mason. He joined the military in the late 90s. What if that's how Black Ops 2024 ends, and then it sets up like. The post launch or the post launch could they focus on david mason a bit and then the next black house game a year after that flashes forward to after the events of bo2 david mason's we arc need, afterward after that we need at some point to see like black ops 2 characters 
crossover with MW with that Modern Warfare characters because oh, the yeah. timeline is there. They're yeah. so close together. So close. Like obviously, I've been putting out a whole bunch of tweets out on Detonated uh, about like how David Mason could team up with Task Force One Four One and how Menendez could team up with uh, Makarov, which would be like the craziest villain crossover in history. Oh yeah. Um, Oh, no yeah. idea. No idea what going to call it. Black Ops Two again. I mean, I mean, no. You, you almost can't because Black Ops Twenty Twenty Four is not going to be called just Black Ops. It's, it's it's a sequel to Cold War. You can't really. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see. But uh, Menendez's locket yeah. is in DMZ, so I, I do. I do and MW Three takes place before Black Ops Two in the timeline. If if it's all still canon together, so still potential yeah, to see all that. Even- we don't even know what Menendez did up until like 2025. So right. same with same with same with uh, Alex or David Mason. We don't know. Right. All, right. all we know is that he joined the Navy in 1996, and we we literally don't really know anything until 2025. Right. So like there's so right. much there's so much you can play with that with characters that are already beloved. Um, I'm really excited if they ever do touch on that. They might touch on it in MW3. You never know. Sledgehammer did reference Treyarch. Um, Treyarch themes and and storylines inside of the Vanguard campaign at the very end. Oh yeah, oh um, yeah. They, they they confirmed zombies was a part of that storyline. Um, so you know if, if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be Sledgehammer. That's For gonna, sure, that's gonna do it. For sure. No, I can, um, I can to cross it over. Very excited to uh, elaborate more on that soon. Uh, Vandahar also left Treyarch since 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 you've been gone from uh, from the pod. Vandahar has left Treyarch. Sadly, uh, yeah, very sad. Very sad about that, but would you agree that that's not the end of the world because he hasn't really been in the spotlight all that much? I know he revealed Cold War MP, but other than that, I think he was on Warzone after that. Like, I don't think Black Ops 2024 is doomed because of that fact. I don't know. I think, would you agree with that? I think a lot of people have to realize that, you know, the, these are studios full of people. Um, it's not one person, yeah, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. Like for people saying, like, "Oh, Jason Bundell loves zombies. Zombies is over." It's like, no, you still have you still have Kevin Drew. You still have Craig Houston. You still have all these people that have, that have been there for many, many years, almost maybe even longer than Jason Bundell. Um, I actually I don't know, but um, yeah, like for example, Matt Scrantz. Like Matt Scrantz has been there extremely a long time. Has been very influential on the multiplayer side of uh, of Black Ops games. He's still there. Um, he and he's still there. So, you know, it's um, obviously losing somebody that works there is um, definitely uh, is definitely devastating, especially if they've been there for so long. But there is, you know, a, there is still a lot of people um, there that have been working there for a long time that probably worked alongside them, um, right? As well, so. right? No, for sure, for sure. That 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 is, that is that is probably uh, that. Well, that is the case. I mean, Matt Scrantz has done a great job with multiplayer. He's essentially like Von der Haar's replacement in a sense to like really focus on, on MP. So we still have him, Tony flame left, but you know, a lot of other great folks that may not have Twitter accounts that are doing fantastic work to make the games that you all know and love. So, um, mm-hmm. black Ops 2024, I'm sure will still be an excellent like, game. And Von der Haar probably left a lot of input behind before he left on, on the next title, mm-hmm. but you'd rather have them bow out with a bang and not keep working on, continuous COD titles to the point where their rep gets stained eventually because they have one stinker or to the point where they're like, Oh, I'm burned out. I'm not going to provide enough input time for some new fresh blood to come in. And, and uh, it's, yeah, it's funny that like, well, we don't, we don't even know. Maybe the most influential devs are ones that we've never even heard of. Right. Right. What might be, even, exactly. this might be even the case. Like, you totally know, could be. Um, so, you know, totally I want, be. I want Russell Adler, the game. 
yeah. Russell Aller the game, dude. I mean, that sounds great to me. I'm down. I'm, yeah, I'm, that'd be, that'd be a good comic line, actually. Make, make, a, make a comic, make a young Adler comic about how he got a scar. Yeah, uh, so down. First comic to sell, first comic to sell a trillion copies. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> totally ready for that. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in to our 90th episode of Bombshell. Ten away from the big 100. We'll do something special for that 100 episode. Um, happy to be in a new space for the podcast, just for the podcast. Um, Fajardi will be in house for the next two episodes, so we'll be sitting right there where Billy is right now. Got lots to get through, especially next Friday. We'll probably have the season six blog post to get through and whatnot. Obviously, improvements will be made to the current layout of the podcast as well. This is kind of like a proof of concept episode. Camera quality will improve. Um, I'll get the window capture working again. Lots of other improvements and tweaks will be happening. So hopefully, you guys enjoy that. And with that being said, we will catch you guys in the next one. Peace out, everybody. Bye bye. Ha, <laughs>